Hey, hey guys, welcome back to the Chill Pill Podcast. I'm Aho Lubdun Nazir. And I'm Akul Gunakula. Welcome to, I have no idea, I think the 8th episode or something like that? Episode 8? I don't know, episode episode 880? Yeah, Who knows? Eight, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we're back right. after our week break, sort of. We're doing bi-weekly for Untold the AP Tests, just because it's going to be a lot to do. Um, yeah. But yeah. Well, we do assume that I've been studying for the AP exam, though. But... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we uh, what, how how did how did um have you have all your classes started doing AP review? No, actually. So I only have you have four, so that's like a lot. <laughs> I only have two. So I've uh, I'm on uh AP Calc BC and AP mm-hmm. Chem. So AP Calc, we're about to finish chapter ten, and then we're gonna start reviewing. So it's probably gonna be we're gonna start this week or next week. And my chem teacher, Mr. Moore. He said we're gonna do. Um, he's gonna start giving us review quizzes. I'm sure you heard heard of them, right? You know, like every week there's gonna be a review quiz yep. based on stuff throughout the year. So <laughs> that's gonna start around the week after this week. So okay. Uh, wait, who do you have for Calc BC, Mr. Frost, right? Subs gang, Mrs. Subsinski. Oh, Mrs. Subsinski. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, okay. So people. Yeah. When did some she people... start? You had her last year, right? When did yeah, she start for you? I had her last year. Yeah, I had her last year. Um, I was just wondering because I was uh, I was thinking that you probably had Prowse because I thought that some of my friends were doing um, a review from like the teacher, but clearly it is their own self studying. Um, interesting. Okay. Um, how how are you enjoying uh P series Taylor series Paul uh that stuff? Oh my God! Don't even get me started. <laughs> uh, yeah, chapter eleven was kind of a pain. I realized. I think chapter 11 is very memorizing memorizing the series <laughs> memorizing like uh i'm figuring out you know like root ratio yeah, method like formula stuff like that formula and stuff. but if you memorize it you should be good and i've memorized most of it i probably forgot all of it now <laughs> but yeah i think with yeah. the review you'll um you know you memorize it all again get ready for ap yeah. exam so it'll be more fresh I- in your mind compared to stuff that you did at the start of the year yeah I think I'm confident for AP Calc because I know like during the beginning of the year I struggled, but like all the other basic concepts I think I'll be okay with. I'm worried more about AP Chem because that thing's like a mm. oh you only have a ten percent chance of getting a five in the exam like. Oh. Nah, it's it's ten percent, but like we're we're our school is pretty high in terms of like where it ranks and a lot of stuff. Like for I know French exams we're one of the top percentiles in the country. On, and like all the other stuff as well a lot of the testing we have really good scores and most stuff so our teachers will do well um yeah, oh, yeah. I, I can't believe we only have one only one full day to review for the ap exam for chem like it's only the so like our ap exams on the 25th for ap chem oh, yeah. we only, we only yeah, have the, all of the 24th to review yeah, yeah yeah that's right that's right yeah no that's, we're, we're pushing that's it man i never realized how loaded the uh curriculum is and we didn't even learn yeah. like orgo chem at the beginning of we the year was yet yeah yeah oh so. that's why yeah self-studying for chemistry like self-studying like just reviewing earlier before all the content is done is crucial for chemistry especially um but yeah oh yeah we, we i forgot to do this um this is gonna be the most dream-esque thing ever but uh sixty-two, sixty-one 61.7 oh, of people that watch our podcast are not subscribed so if you aren't subscribed please do subscribe it means yeah. the world to us, and it helps a lot. If you don't like it, you can always unsubscribe and downvote. Uh, but down, down, dislike, downvote. Uh, dislike. So, so, so <laughs> Sorry, yeah. But please just subscribe. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, we really appreciate it. And it shows that more people want to watch our content because making these podcasts are fun and we want other people mm-hmm. to enjoy them as well. I mean, so. we're going to make them whether or not you subscribe or like it. That's so. true. Yeah, <laughs> screw you. We'll still be making the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, it would help us. That's it. But yeah. Oh, yeah, let's get back to that. Um, I think in all my classes, except chemistry, uh, we started reviewing. Like in stats, we're almost done reviewing the content. We're about to start doing like practice tests of past year AP tests. And oh, yeah, um, physics, we just started. Uh, mm-hmm. A push, we're about to finish this week uh our last like essay and test and then it's just gonna be grinding so that's (laughs) exciting yeah no it's it's pain bro taking honestly i I, I sometimes regret taking this many ap's but at the same time i I, i'm chilling for the rest of high school like i I don't have that many other hard classes i have to take i'm not taking ap bio so i am good there oh yeah course selection what did you take do you uh, oh yeah uh yeah i stick with what i wanted um, mm-hmm. I, I figured out like that AP count kind of thing, you know, like, uh, <laughs> tell me about this. You told me about this before. I was yeah, like, yeah. oh man, four APs in junior year and four APs in senior year. Kind of yeah, buff. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I decided to keep it consistent too. I'm taking two APs this year, three next year and probably four in senior year. And that's okay. Cause like, mm-hmm. yeah, I know it's four APs, but like easy APs, like AP mm-hmm. econ or, a, you know, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, <laughs> Yeah. Is, is AP Econ easy? I'm curious. I've heard it's it's a good it's a good course in terms of like yeah. I heard it's a really gain. good course that people um, should take. But uh, I don't know if it'll be easy. But I mean, I suppose anything's easier than it being online. If it's in person, that's it's going to be easier. So that's, that's right. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So, so the courses I'll be taking mm-hmm. are AP Bio, Symphonic Band, of oh. course, uh, AP Stats, because I think that's a good pair with AP Bio, Spanish Three um physics one and uh ap english so 11 ap so yeah it's like um people who didn't take gbbe took physics one this year i took gbbe so i'm taking physics one next year so it's it's pretty cool i like to add that physics portion in there because i know like and and mr moore has said it like all the teachers have said it it's good to have all three. Like, if you're doing chemistry, you should also have the physics background as well. Which, of course, you have, because you're literally taking physics. <laughs> uh, so. No, but, like, the thing is with physics as well, even if you're not going to use, like, physics later on in life and, like, bio or something, you still need physics for, like, those prerequisite classes early mm-hmm. in uh, college. So, either way, it's going to help. But, obviously, sure. if you want to take that type of stress in high school, that's that's the only question that you got to ask. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, my classes are... I mean, they, they changed a little bit. So um, I think last week, uh, yeah, last Thursday, we had our, I had a test out for CompSci 1. Um, oh, I, I passed, thankfully. Okay, how'd you do? Yeah, I passed, yeah. Uh, it was it was 30 questions, all multiple choice. Um, and Did I, you say I, 30 I got, questions? Just 30? Yeah, 30, just 30. Yeah, I know, right? I, I originally, when I asked uh, Mr. Marshiri about it, because I didn't know, I was like, okay. He's like, it's 40 questions. It's all multiple choice. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And I... It's a Schoology test, so it was instant results, and mm-hmm. it was thirty questions, all multiple choice. And the questions on it, I was, I'm, I'm happy that they're easy, but at the same time, I'm like, this is not even close to like forty percent of the content on the like curriculum paper that they gave, like the guide. And I'm like, wait, what were they? Give me an example. Can you tell me a question? Can you tell me yeah, a question? Yeah, sure. Uh, the easiest question there was definitely just system dot out dot print line. 
uh, uh-huh. in parentheses, three plus six, what will the console print? And I'm like, is this a joke? This is like, the the test was so easy. That I think it's, that you it, could watch it, like it's a tricky question. The answer is four. Okay, no. yo, I, actually, like you could watch. I think you could watch like an hour long video on Java on YouTube and pass the test out. That's how like easy it was. And I'm like, why? What? what I wish I could this? test out now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I I told that, and a lot of people are like, I want to take that. I want to take that. I'm like, okay, you should just take it next year. That's why. That's why they don't. Uh, in Athens, they don't give um, AP comps. Uh, comps I one. They go. You can go directly into AP. Here at Troy High, they have. They require you to do the prerequisite. But yeah, I'm so okay. happy I passed out of that. So my score, my course schedule looks right now like um, Calc three linear algebra, um, AP Econ, AP Gov, um, AP English, obviously AP French, AP ComSci, and AP Seminar. All right, wait, hold on. I heard a lot of APs there. Is that five yeah, APs? Yes, that is five okay. APs. Thankfully, right, only be five. five tests this time. <laughs> what are you going to do in senior year, dude? <laughs> uh, senior year at the moment, I think I'm going to do something along the lines of AP French. Oh, wait, no, sorry, French 4. I'm going to take French 4 next year. Um, but uh, in senior year, French uh, 5, so AP French, AP Research, um, AP, what other AP? AP CompSide Principal, AP English, sure. obviously. Um, I have two more. Why do I have two more? Um, can't think. I, I know I'm going to be doing something like independent study because that, mm-hmm. that's just study. like me doing... It's also AP English, 12 AP, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I already said that. I already said that. So that's like... Oh. Um, what, what is it math? Is oh, yeah, I already said CompSide. Yeah, I already said CompSide. Um, bio? Right? No, I'm not taking bio, yeah, because I'm, I'm like I'm bio. not gonna do bio, so and I didn't do GBBE yet, so I'm not gonna ah, okay, okay, un- okay. unless I test out a GBBE next year, which it's gonna that's be that's gonna be to tough. Do. No, don't. So don't. That's why, like, there's no point. Um, no. Let me just go through it again. French, AP French, AP English, uh, Comsci principles, AP research. Um, what is that final class? I, 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 yo, let me just let me just look on my. I, I had like a <laughs> okay. Like I created like a document um, with like all my courses with like extracurriculars and whatnot to keep track because I know I'm gonna forget stuff like this. Uh, why? How did I that forget it? Excel sheet, you know. Uh, it, it's legit a uh, Google Sheets. Um, okay, I can't. There it is. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, what? Wait. What? I did. Yeah, I said AP Comsci principles. AP English, AP French, uh, AP Psych. Oh, AP Psych, okay. AP Research, and then Independent Study. Okay, that is six, never mind. Yeah, I, I confused myself. All right, okay, yeah, it was just AP Psych. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Uh, so there that's... you go, guys. That's the 30 subscriber reveal. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the reveal. The reveal yeah, of our high school plans. Yeah. We revealed a cool senior course schedule. Oh, <laughs> uh, the absolute stackness it's going to be. Um, but yeah, no, it's going to be... Next year, I suppose it's going to be easier just because I only have five AP tests and not all of them are going to be impossible, not impossible, but like really hard, like chem, A push, physics, mm. though, those stuff are very, very hard. But yeah. You say like but, it's not a bad thing. Five AP tests, like bruh. No, no, no. It, like the thing is like, it's not bad five AP tests. Like I could do five AP tests. Like I'm, I'm going to, but like the thing is, it's just like the content on each of those tests is a lot. And like the pressure that you have to get a five like at least on physics you have to get a five or else you're not getting credit for it from u of m at least 
and that's mm. my goal for going to so uh, yeah i have to get a five that's that's pressure and it's hard thing yeah and I think there's like a precedent pre- precedent for like people who haven't taken a- taken an AP exam yet that like it's gonna be super tough. Is that true? Yeah. Like, or is that gonna be applicable to like certain courses? The thing is, um, I mean, it depends on the course, obviously. Like, uh, I personally found that I wasn't too worried about the calc one. Like, when it was like before COVID hit and we were still thinking it's gonna be a normal test and everything, I wasn't too worried because I knew that. If I did really well on the multiple choice and I was sure I was going to do well in the multiple choice just because multiple choice is multiple choice. You can do whatever with it and like get away with it. You don't have to show work, whatnot. Um, But the free response was where I knew that I would have a little bit of a iffy situation. That's why I thought that I would like not not like like half try the free response, but like try it. Do decent enough to get like easy points everywhere, like uh, formulas, uh, like just do all the tricks. And then just do really well on the multiple choice and then just get the five because that's just like averages out and everything. So that's probably what I'm going to do with uh, these tests as well, even though these have a little bit more. Um, but yeah, no, it just depends on the course. Like Calc, I thought was uh, relatively easy. You guys have it pretty rough, especially since it's online. So it might be harder for you guys, I think. Yeah, I. Yeah, probably, probably because you guys... You guys did the online test, right? Which only had like two FRQs, yep. am I right? It was, oh man, the two FRQs as well. They were, oh, so easy. It's legit seven parts, I think. Seven total parts. And How some of them were just... Usually on the AP exam. I think, I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, I assume there might be like four. I know like, for instance, like on physics, we have three FRQ. I think we have three FRQ per like year per test. Um, mm-hmm. Stats, I think we have I think three or four. Um, but how long do we give it for those FRQs? I have no idea. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> my, my best guess is maybe like 60 minutes for three, but that, that seems like a lot of time. Um, I'm not really sure. I think it's ample amount of time if you know the content, just because it's just writing at that point. They, they don't yeah. ask you to solve a lot of the stuff. They sometimes, most of the time, they just leave you, ask you to leave the thing unsolved, like unintegrated or they like you don't have to simplify all the yeah because you don't have to like simplify it either mm-hmm. you can just leave the answer as it is on yeah. frq and, and miss obsinsky does a good job of uh teaching like she goes through a lot of like review at least for us she did she went through a lot of like review questions from the ap test we do that throughout the year obviously so yeah it, it's just like right down the alley um just worked perfectly okay all right i just want to make sure i don't see something i like, completely unexpected because like we did a lot of FRQs, especially from past AP exams, like from 2002, 1997, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, so I just want to make sure, if I see a question, I'm like, dude, I've never learned this before. What is this? Yeah, no, you, so, you won't, I don't think you'll ever see something like that just because the nature of math, at least, it's pretty straightforward to the extent that there's always a way to solve it. There's like, there is a right answer. I mean, everything has okay. a right answer, but like that like you can build off it you can like go from one step to another it goes like um with like other things like for physics for instance there's like a lot of conceptual based questions in frq as well so a lot of it if you don't know it you you're screwed you're there's nothing you can do about it but in math there are ways to just like get points here and there to like kind of um save yourself yeah that's true that's true so i mean first year first year or not i don't think it's gonna make much of a difference it'll maybe you'll have little nerves but um, I think first year is the best just because you don't know what to expect. So you're going to study harder than uh, like a second year like me who 
it knows that <laughs> I can uh, BS the system to the extent that I can play the numbers game. Um, but yeah, for sure. Smart man. It's kind of OP, not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it, the thing is, it's, it's OP when you know the content, like doing it. Like that, I I try to play the numbers game in almost everything just because it works. But don't play it until the like last bit because mm. you, it'll start. You'll start like going around that, and that isn't the best at preparing you because you'll be like, oh, you you'll you start procrastinating more. You'll be like, oh, I got yeah. this. I just have to do this much here, this much here. No, do everything you can, and then like. Aim high, hit low, basically. That's basically what yeah. like the philosophy is. So yeah. aim high, and then you can calculate where you want to hit instead. Um, what else? Uh, let's see, course selection. Oh, yeah. Um, you were in the regionals for forensics. How did that go? Um, in regionals for forensics. Hmm? I wasn't for regionals and forensics because, well, okay, I'll let me explain regionals first of all. So people were picked from our forensics team mm -hmm. and uh, it was uh, so stupid too, because everyone who went to regionals actually gets to go to States. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. And I don't like that because that means so many and not a lot. In, and that's because not a lot of people went to States, like not a lot of schools brought mm -hmm. in students to go to states and i hate that because that means we could have brought more, more people, people like yeah. good people like you it's just <laughs> regional and they also could have went to states yeah which is like ah oh, man but like yeah and i think um regardless even if everyone gets to go to the states in every category except poetry so mm. yeah poetry had a rough time there wow, but okay. every category at regionals comp our regionals competition gets to go to states but that doesn't mean you like People can like slack off your ranking in at regionals also matters that also shows like um i don't know affects something like you want to aim high and do good like get first or okay. second ranking at regionals to like you know get a good chance of doing well in states too oh okay so regional scores actually affect your state scores really not really but like because you're going to reach you're going to states no matter what you can do horrible at regionals but you're still going to states mm -hmm. but um you still want to you still want to do good you still want okay. to do good you still want to get the like criticism basically of what you do. yeah of course yeah and, and that can because after states like of course there's like oh broadcasting a uh, champion or uh, oratory champion you know whoever's the winner in that competition but i think after the competition as well the overall state ranking matters like whoever's like whoever won that round in the state obviously is first in the state but anyone who's got second or third they the ranking itself won't be second or third. It's based on whether they overall from all their invitationals or their regionals competitions, like whether their ranking overall in the was good enough. Like adding all those points together. Oh, that determines the overall ranking in states. Yeah. And that's and that's that leads to why I didn't go to regionals. We did four competitions. We did four invitationals this season. I went to all four and I was a finalist in every four. So because they added up all the points from there, my overall ranking was third best in my region. Nice. Because I was, it's a high, high ranking, mm -hmm. I got to skip regionals and go straight to states. But wouldn't you want to do regionals just because criticism, you get that sort of feedback on what you do? That's true, but there's also a risk. If I flop at regionals, that can mm -hmm. risk my chance to go to states. Because that adds up to the score. And based on my ranking, will I actually go to states? So there's this thing called pre-bid. Yeah, so there's this thing called pre-bid. I give in like 25 bucks, all right? And I, I get a 
uh, I'm bitted into the selection on whether I get to go to States or not. Uh, Maggie Huber, a senior on our forensics team, who's also, uh, whose category is pros. She's like really good at it. She also did pre bid because her ranking was high in the region too. And we were the two students who got to skip regionals and go straight to States. So, so yeah, it was pretty <laughs> Yo, that's actually crazy. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So you just pay and then you can skip. Yeah, and that only depends on your ranking. So mm-hmm. it was so funny. I think it was pre-bids usually for people who can't make it to regionals, you know? Mm-hmm. Like uh, they have a tennis tournament going on or something. Mm-hmm. So they would do pre-bids so they can skip regionals but still have the opportunity to compete in states. So what Mrs. Clark did at the time was she added out of curiosity. She added my scores and figured out because it's not like it doesn't say. The, the, the coaches calculate it based on my okay. points and placement from the other invitationals and see what my overall ranking is. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know what? That's pretty high ranking. You want to pre-bid? And I'm like, yeah, sure, man. Because every week I've been doing it, I've been skipping thumbnail school. And I kind of, and thumbnail school is also a grade. Like this is my last mm-hmm. year. I kind of need to graduate and like, I kind of need to. I want to graduate. I want to graduate. <laughs> Plus, it, it counts as a language credit. It counts mm-hmm. as a language credit in high school. So I don't want to miss any more classes of that because of forensics. So pre-bidding was good. I get to go to thumbnail school, but also I get to compete in states at the same time. So wait, that, that yeah, it was a win-win language. situation. That, wait, that counts as language credit in high school? Really? Yeah, it counts as a language credit because wow. um, because it's like it's um eight-year course, right? It's an eight-year mm-hmm. course. Like people who are in kindergarten start to go to the school. And in their freshman or sophomore year, they graduate. Hmm. Oh, so yeah, okay. they do pretty. It's like rigorous. It's like fun, but like you know, comprehensive and yeah. rigorous times too. You know, so yeah. that's pretty cool. But anyways, yeah, regionals was pretty cool. States is gonna be competitive. Oh, yeah, I think only sure. in our region. Yeah, only in our region. It was like, oh, everyone goes to go to states. You know, because we're the eastern region. Mm-hmm. The western region, where schools like Wild Lake Western or other competitive schools, those guys are hard hitting. So they must have gone through a very rigorous scrutinizing selection process for their regionals comp there. So it's gonna be very competitive yeah. states. But I can't so wait. You and you're gonna have so much competition. Honestly, it's gonna be crazy. So I can't wait to destroy everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ahil. I can already see it. First place, Ahil in states. Uh, oh boy. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a long run. I don't know if I'm being honest. I don't know if I have a chance for it, but that doesn't mean I'm not gonna aim high. I mean, so. I mean, what are you? you? You said that you're third in states. Uh, from third, in the, third in the third region. in the region. Oh, okay. Wait. So technically, you could for at least our team, you could if they wanted to if someone wanted to you could pre-bid almost everyone since everyone technically goes to states yeah no that's only one person per category i think oh okay okay huh. and no you can't pre-bid everyone because not everyone's ranked high yeah right? that's true if someone wanted to if like someone wanted to like increase the score then obviously they wouldn't pre-bid but yeah, yeah. the preview will probably be canceled so you pay the 25 bucks that's what a bid though. You either lose or yeah, spend the twenty five bucks well or lose the twenty five bucks. So I mean, yeah, I mean um, it's better off uh, spending it just so that you don't yep. like jeopardize your chance. You already have a good like standing, so why why try and risk yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Wow, I didn't know that. That's that's Yeah, so it's pretty weird. interesting. And it's so funny too. Um can I talk about middle school states? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Yesterday. So I'm from Bowling Park, that was my middle school, so it was a cools. Bowling, I miss Bowling, man. Bowling was awesome. Oh, and wow. um, 
Yeah. And um, Maggie is a junior coach for the forensics team there. And the Boltonburg forensics team is pretty competitive. Like, it's pretty... It's pretty hardcore, all right? So I came, this year was the first year middle schoolers were ever doing broadcasting, right? And I didn't learn this until two weeks before their state's competition. So Maggie's like, hey, do you want to help the broadcasters? And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? So, you know, I'm on the team, and I'm at their Zoom meeting, and I'm helping out the broadcasters, and it was a pretty cool experience. And then the coach there, Miss Dodge, is like, hey, um, do you want, you're 16 years old, right? Do you want to be a judge for middle school, middle school states? I'm like, yeah, sure. Because usually for high school competitions, you would need like certification for it. Yeah. For middle school, you yeah. don't need it. So it was last Saturday. I, I got categories that I, I, I had no idea. I had to do, I had to judge <laughs> impromptu, storytelling, and poetry. So, I mean, I got used to the categories. I know I did research on it before. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, I provided really good feedback, did some really good judging. I think my ranking choices were pretty good, too. Man, those middle schoolers, man, they're pretty good. It's kind of scary. Um, you, so, you sound like our coaches on the team. They're always, like, saying about how hard it is to, like, rank or, like, or just, like, judge people that are, like, in other categories that they have no idea about. It's funny, it yeah. is. It is. Because you... Because they work like eight months on this thing, mm-hmm. and you only know like so little about their category. You have to judge properly, right? But I think honestly, ranking wasn't that bad. I think I was like, mm-hmm. it took like you know, it took a while to like, you're you're given like fifteen, like you're you're supposed to critique them while they're performing, mm-hmm. and then you and then it's like you're given another fifteen minutes before the next round starts. At least that's how much time I had after everyone was done performing. So I think I think ranking was okay. Like it, it took a little bit of tough time. I think storytelling was really fun. I love storytelling because I was in dramatic interp as an eighth grader. So Dang, watching those guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's very nice, everyone, man. I get so much feedback. <laughs> I get a lot of positives. I mean, and, that's good. I mean, that's good. Everyone wants to improve. That's the point of it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so, good experience. Good experience as a first-time judge. So yeah, for sure. Um, what is this? So glad this is gonna end though. Cause I could focus on studying for the AP Kev exam. Yo, <laughs> like have... after this Saturday, like dude, yeah, everything's so coming nice. to an end. Everything's closing. I'm going to graduate for Thumble School soon. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all gonna do AP exams soon. Forensic states is gonna end soon. The tennis, t- like all of this, all that, all that. Hosa is gonna host the results are coming this Monday. Oh, okay, exciting, exciting. We'll That's we'll update exciting. on the next podcast. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. All the teams play well from Troy High, so hopefully I hope and, you guys win. Yeah. Um I think recently DECA internationals happened. Um I heard I was hearing a lot of it about how like a lot of people like I know like George Prakis, he he went to international, a lot of other people also did. Um mm-hmm. so it was impressive to see that a lot of people qualified. Yeah man. Troy High, Troy High, Hosa, Troy High Hosa and Troy High DECA. Yeah, they're, they're like really good. good. Yeah, really uh, the time to add PSA to that list. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's true. Yo, yeah, I, we got it. We got TSA I am, I am so yeah. tilted about TSA. Okay, TSA has the audacity to ask for seventy more dollars after asking for a fifteen dollar thing just to make like accounts and stuff for the events to participate. I'm like, what? Seventy dollars? Per, Are per you person? Per yeah, person? per person. Per person. What? I'm like I don't I don't have a single competition that's seventy dollars. I'm like how TSA charging this much money and getting away with it? What is that's why I, I'm honestly wait, 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 still what's debating. Competition like who's who's uh like you know how MIFA regulates forensics? 
like Michigan Interscholastic. Uh, yeah, it's, um, so- it's it's uh it's like a sister organization. I don't know. It's a sister organization of like Posa Deca. It's like all in the same category. I don't know what the main thing is, but it's like all the Pop. same. Um, yeah, same umbrella thing. Um, umbrella organization is that what's called? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, seventy dollars. I'm still debating about it just because like it's still gonna be useful. Um, if I like do well in it, but the thing is, I'm like, will I do well? Like. Is there a point in me doing it this year when I can rather just do it next year and do the same thing? Uh, I don't know. I'm still debating about that. It's still pain because I mean to um, what is it? I'm doing CAD and uh, debating a technological debate. Um, oh. So both of them are like the topics and stuff are already out for it. Um, the CAD thing, I haven't done much on it yet. So I'm still debating about that. I could probably clutch that out in the sense that I could like finish the project fast enough. But mm. the debate thing, I'm curious about how that would go. And I'm just thinking, 70, is it worth $70? Like, oh, mm. man. Uh, these I guys, think what they these... should do is, like, at, near the beginning of their year, they should do, like, a fundraising. You know robotics? They do their fundraising mm. really well. Yeah. They do, they're, like, they're really organized. Like, that's something you got to commend. Our FRC team does yeah. really good fundraising, you know? We Oh, my God. The, the team knows how to, like, market and everything. I mean, they've been doing it for quite a while. They're, we're one of the top teams in the state. I mean, in the state, we are one of the top teams. I mean, we're the, one of the top teams in the state. I don't, I don't want to keep repeating myself. But, um, you know, I swear to God, TSA is taking advantage of the situation with $70. Like, they know that we can't do anything about it. So, oh, God. I think it's a compelling club that people should join next year. Because I'm, I'm curious about the technological debate. Mm-hmm. I like debate. I like speaking. Yeah, and I wanna. Um, TSA has a lot of events. I mean, it's just like Tosa. It's just like Deca. Um, there's so many things. Uh, each thing has its own like niche in a sense. I mean, this is a lot more technical based because obviously it's programming. There's cadding. Um, there's like there's other like structural thing stuff. Uh, there's a lot of events. Um, but join TSA. TSA has a lot of stuff. If you're gonna do like engineering in the future, definitely join TSA because. Just like how people that want to do biology go to like HOSA or business go to DECA. TSA is the same method. It's just new this year. That's like the only difference. Um, but I mean, it should grow soon because uh, I know Srivatsav and Swarth are making a state board so that we can actually have like chapters in um, what, like Michigan, because uh, first has like such a big grip on Michigan that uh tsa and that events and the program isn't here as much so we're trying to change that i mean not me uh swarth and shivata is trying to change that um so yeah that should be in the future hopefully next year or something like that awesome that's really cool i like that yeah definitely join that um and definitely i think next time we'll talk about um for tech which is like oh yeah uh, that's gonna be awesome i can't wait uh, it's a or it's a subgroup of the computer club at Troy High. Originally, it was like separate, but like when we wanted to come into Troy High, we became a subgroup of it. But that club is basically about getting laptops, refurbishing them in either optimization through software or hardware, and then donating them to uh, underprivileged students in school districts that don't have as much access to tech. And we are looking forward to increasing our... Um, like reach and the events that we do so definitely join that next year if uh you guys are interested because definitely going to be more stuff coming that way yeah. that's cool that's cool so um, that's the plug 
That's the plug that we did. Or, That's the mini or, plug, yeah. Yeah, the mini plug TSA for plug, the plug. plug. Boom, 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 mm. boom. <laughs> yeah, definitely including more now compared to forensics. Always the complaint that we're constantly giving more attention to forensics. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm, I'm one of the complaints. <laughs> No. Not so much um, I mean, once forensics ends, it'll be quiet for a, quite a while until next year again. Like most God clubs. Bless. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah. Uh, let's move on to vaccines. Uh, let's talk about you. Well, you got your vaccine recently, right? Yes, I did. So I got it this Wednesday. Um, and boy, I think. Um. What was I going to say here? There are not a lot of 16-year-olds. Now they are because, like, you know, May, June, you know, it's coming. But in the sophomore grade, there's actually not a lot of 16-year-olds. There's not a lot of 16-year-olds, all right? It's funny. So yeah. yeah, it's funny. So when 16-year-olds get the opportunity, sophomore 16-year-olds, maybe specific, mm -hmm. when sophomore 16-year-olds get the opportunity to get the vaccine, all right, and that vaccine, the second dose, like the first one's easy. You get an arm sore the next day, it'll, it'll go away. The second dose, you will get tired. You're you can't move your body. You might get a fever for like a couple of hours. That's what I. That's what happened to me. You know, yeah. sometimes it really depends on like the blood the type. It depends on the person, person, maybe. Yeah. Depends on the person because like the person. Instance, yeah. Like for me, um, obviously every sixteen-year-old uh, is gonna be taking the same Pfizer vaccine, so. Yeah. For me, at least, um, I know that I had nothing the first dose, nothing the second dose. Like, just a little sore, like, because the shot, like a flu shot normally, uh, the same soreness, and I was completely fine. I know my friend who got it with me had, like, swelling near, like, the armpit area the next day after the first dose, and was, mm. I don't think he had much of anything after the second dose, at least from what I'm aware, but he might have, I know his parents, they had Moderna, but they were kind of sick, um... But yeah, no, they, they felt pretty fine, apparently. Um, Fruity, I know Fruity got his recently as well. Second dose, he he was also, he was all right after the first dose, completely fine. And then second dose, he was a lot more, like, tired and whatnot, um, just like you. So everyone's different, but definitely get it. Um, For sure, else? yeah, yeah. That doesn't matter. Like, doesn't matter about like, oh, you get tired or your arms are no, dude, get it. It's temporary. Because like, like yeah. there's so much relief. You get so much relief after getting those two doses. Like, I'm still gonna... I, I love how, like, like the vaccine is still in my system, right? So it has to, like, be spread out and stuff. And that's yeah. gonna take, like, two, two, weeks, two to yeah. four weeks. No, it's just, it's just right? two, I think. It's just two. Yeah. Just two. All right. I love how the first thing I'm gonna do after is take AP exams, which sucks. Like, the first <laughs> thing... I get, guys, I'm vaccinated. I'm gonna go outside for once, you know. Wear my mask, social distance, but I'm actually going to have more confidence to go out. I'm going to go to Troy High and take my AP exam. Mm. <laughs> Why? It's okay. I, I, I Much more confidence. Much more confidence to, like, head out and do stuff now. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, for, for you, I mean, obviously, you were very COVID um, safe, in a sense. Um, very COVID cautious. Yeah, that's the word. Um, COVID cautious. Yeah, that's the word. A lot of people were. I know a lot of people that are. But, like, for instance, like, for me, at least, my family, my dad is a pharmacist, and he's, like, doing a lot of clinics here, um, vaccines. He goes to work every day. He's a pharmacist. So, obviously, he's front line. So, I was, I mean, I personally um, wasn't too worried. Uh, I wasn't very COVID cautious to, like, the extent that everyone else was. Um, I was just like, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. Like, there's no stopping it. Um, and thankfully, I haven't gotten it. Uh, and I've got my vaccine before it. So if I do get it, I will be unaffected to the most extent. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
But yeah, no, about that, um, how our grade isn't 16 that much. So my dad was, uh, like, he does all these clinics, right? So there was one today, like a couple hours ago, from when I was <clears> recording <throat> this, when we were recording this, um, that at the Barthia Temple, um, they had a Pfizer uh, cl vaccine clinic today. Clinic. And, yeah, I remember that. You uh, you posted yeah. that, like, uh, the, a flyer. Exactly. Fire. Like that I, I sent it to a lot of people and most of them were constantly just telling me this is bullying because uh, well, most of us are 15 and we can't do this. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, like the bullying is a joke, but uh, I'm like, how is so many people not 16? Uh, it's, it's honestly surprising. Like I think about it. And I'm like, I don't even know that many 16 year olds. It's like you, it's fruity. Everyone else is like summer birthdays. And I'm like, what? How? How is everyone? And my, and my dad's constantly telling me, he's like, just like send it to people that you know that are 16. And I'm like, I don't know that many people that are 16. If I know someone that's 16, they've taken the vaccine. I'm like, oh, God. Uh, it, it's funny. It's so, so oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, they'll all be getting theirs much later, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Uh, develop herd immunity, you know? Yeah, maybe even yeah. sooner because, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if this is still in the news much, but I know that recently 12 to 15 year olds are being tested. Uh, for yeah, Pfizer, and it's, like, it's getting good positive feedback there. Yeah, for mm -hmm. Pfizer. So. so maybe that might happen soon, maybe before the summer, so people can start getting that too. But yeah, the only time will tell. Um, else, what is up? Yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, uh, what else? Yeah, the news. Let's talk about the news. Um, let's talk about Josh Wright. That was pretty brief, pretty recent as well. Um, it was yesterday, what? right? Yeah, that, that's my response to that. Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Okay. So the background to this was originally last year there was like a it was a meme on Reddit, uh, of course, um, where like one person uh, named Josh Swain invited a bunch of other Josh Swains, I think, on Facebook, and was saying like, "Do you know why I invited you here?" And then one person said, "We all the same name, obviously." And then he listed like on this day, uh, April twenty fourth, this year. Uh, at this place, like he put a coordinates. I think it was like Link. It's like Nebraska, somewhere in Nebraska, right? Or Oregon, okay. I don't know. Things like, like a that. park, a park in Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so there, they're gonna, everyone's gonna meet, and like they're gonna have a epic battle, uh, and whoever wins is gonna keep the name. Obviously, uh, it turned out that, um, it became like a, what a noodle fight where, of just a bunch of people named Josh. That's it, just Josh. And the winner turned out to be some eight-year-old named Josh Vincent Jr., I think. Um, and yeah, he... was yeah. a five-year-old, shut up, but it's a little kid. Yeah. A little kid wins, I'm so confused. Um, yeah, no, it, it, was, it was quite a spectacle to see. Um, honestly, I, a lot of us weren't, like, a lot of people weren't expecting it to be that big of a thing. Like, uh, how Area 51, everyone expected it to be such a big thing, and it turned out to be such, like, a flop. And then this mm. was expected to be a flop, but it became such a big thing. Like, there were so many people, apparently. Uh, there was a lot of like cameras, whatnot. It was a big event. Uh, it was pretty cool to see. It looked a lot of fun. Those noodles and everything. Oh man, so to the right. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, the noodles are flying. Honestly, it was funny to see. Um, but yeah, no, it was a cool once in a while event to see such a thing happen. Pretty wholesome, I would say. Wholesome. It's cool. I have a friend named Josh. Uh, so of course. Probably, we probably have so many Joshes, so many Joshes, so many Joshes, yeah. Out of the um, Joshes. I know, what is I think I know three Joshes. Yeah. Oh, man. 
All right. Josh, Josh is such a common name. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, you have a, um, uh, like a battle between the Ahos. There's like Ahos. two Ahos. The entire United States. I only know one other Akul in Michigan. Um, so I only know one other Aho in Michigan, probably, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's unique names. I think that's a positive. We're never going to get confused for someone else. That's um, true. Yeah. Um, what else? You want to talk about the Apple event? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy oh 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 boy wait was um i didn't watch the event itself because i don't know either. i watched the Ooh, like recap yeah. with like uh, marcus brownlee talking and everything too uh-huh wait was he on 420 420 420 okay apple all right <laughs> anyways um let's see what was there purple iphone air tag yep. new imax and new ipad, iPad bro new iPad. ipad yeah. yeah and that's um, it those four cool things yeah, first off cool. i think the, um i think always uh apple does that you know a uh, six month cycle refresh with a new color usually it's it was um it was um red product red right you know yeah last time yeah uh, this is for hiv aids you know they'll do a product red iphone uh six months after the iphone new iphone release mm-hmm. they already had a product red yeah. iphone this year, so they decided to do purple in honor of steve jobs yeah, because Jeff's favorite color, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. Um, it was like 10, 10 years after his death in uh, 2011, right? 10 years, yeah, 10 years. 10 yeah, year anniversary. Yeah, yeah. So that purple was to honor him. Um, that doesn't matter, though. I literally don't care. Yeah, <laughs> purple really iPhone care. looks cool, but we've always had... Did we have a purple iPhone last 11 year. last year? Yeah, last year we had a purple iPhone we 11. Did. Yeah, yeah. I know my, my mom oh. has that. Um, it's a it's a nice color. Um, obviously, it's a very popular color just because it's, um, it's a purple iPhone. I mean, purple is pretty cool. Um, That's yeah, interesting. No. Um, I think... AirTags, yeah. That's... It's like tiles... It's tiles. tiles. Yeah. It's tiles, but round. What, what is tiles? Explain that because I know that in the Marquez, uh, in the uh, MKBHD video, he talked about tiles, but I didn't. I don't know much about tiles. What is it? Explain it to. Yeah, so tiles is a product where it's like it, it's really cool. So they're like little squares, little square trackers. All right, and you can like snap them on anything. You could do like uh, keychains, dogs, your backpack, um, your purse. Mm-hmm. Anything that you would like uh, often lose or like can't find, you if you attach a tile onto it and you can like track it, like it, like if you lose it, you can track it with an app, and then you can find it again. You know, so it's basically like a mini small tracker that you can attach to anything that you lose. So if you do lose it, you can track it and find it again. I think what makes AirTags better than uh, tiles, though, and Marquez Brownlee mentioned this, is that tiles. Uh, tiles rely on other tile users, all right? And what you can do is, like, let's say you're, like, tile um, device or whatever object it's connected to is, like, far away, all right? And it's constantly trying to update the location of that tile, right? But, of course, it's only relying on other tile users, and they're not, there might not be a lot of tile users. Yeah, AirTag, when an, when an object is on the move and AirTag is trying to constantly update the location... Of its uh you know its location of that object of its own AirTag, it's relying on the surroundings of iPhone users, not mm-hmm. just AirTag yeah. users. And, and in the United yeah. States, there are a lot of iPhone users, yeah. like a lot. around the world. I mean, around the world, iPhone is very very common. Um, yeah, 
even in India, it's becoming more common. So a lot of places are going to be able to use this a lot more. And it's pretty cheap. Um, it's pretty cheap. It's yeah. one AirTag, thirty bucks. Four AirTags is a hundred dollars. Yeah. It's the same price as a tile. So and because and have you seen like its system of like tracking an object when you're like around thirty feet, forty feet close to your AirTag? What you could do feet. is like um, it'll initiate like this cool tracking thing. And it'll be like pinpoint precise. It'll show you like the arrow or how far. Yeah, it's, it's or, like a compass, or, yeah, basically. Yeah, like a compass. How far away you are from it, mm -hmm. and it like if you lose an uh a air like an object that has an air tag and other another iPhone user finds it, you can put like in lost mode so like that other iPhone user can like oh mm -hmm. it's lost. I can call this number, and it works with Android phones too. Yeah, it's like a and what is it? it's like a sensor I think that they put on the back of the phone. It yeah. goes like I think a website. They can go through there. It's pretty smart, honestly, by Apple to make it more inclusive to Androids as well. For sure, yeah. And this is the one product from Apple I've seen in a long time that has very little compromises. Yeah, they made it. They made it uh, with the battery to be um, replaceable, which is very unlike Apple to make it uh, user repairable. Um, yeah. So this is the only product I've seen in such a long time. That hasn't had a compromise because the iPhone, oh my God, fast speed, super amazing. It's expensive, but it has a bezel. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm like, take like, yeah. And I think that's, that's interesting because the new M1 MacBooks, like better speeds, better battery life, less compromise, air tags. Uh, it's a good, it's a good, like competitive device against tiles or other like competitors in the market. And it has less compromises. I think the only compromise with air tags is that it's shaped. It's like round yeah. and it's kind of like it's kind of big, but apart from that, dude, it's a pretty good product and it's I, not expensive, I, crazy expensive I, either. I, I, I like the round shape just because it feels more natural on like a keychain or something like that. Um, but yeah, no, Apple has really done a well job with it. Like especially with like uh in the video in Marcus Only's video, he talked about um like the ways that Apple has thought about like if someone wants to track someone, like dropping an yeah. AirTag in their in their like bag or something, the the person will be notified that they're being tracked by someone else's AirTag. Um, so like all the like thought process on the misuse of it is shows how much Apple really thought about the product before launching it. So it's yeah. really exciting to see such a thing. I don't know how practical it is though. That's I mean like I think like keychain, wallet, stuff like that, the yes. But I don't know how many people are really willing to like buy it. Like I know that for me, I'm just gonna remember where my thing is. I'm not gonna worry about it too much. Yeah. I'm not, like I'm not gonna, gonna like unless I'm moving or like traveling mm -hmm. a lot, which I'm, which I'm yeah, not. Yeah, when you're traveling, like, that's oh. very useful. But I, I'm yeah. like, when I'm in like going like from school to home, I'm not gonna. I don't think it's really worth using an AirTag for that. Uh, and plus, I don't think my mom's gonna be. My mom's just gonna be like, "Don't forget it. Just put it in a place that's actually organized. Put it somewhere that you know it's gonna be. Be consistent." Um, so I, if you had AirTags, the chance, I think oh, it's just a convenience. Um, it's nice to have, but I don't think it should be like dependent. Basically, that's true. If you had a chance, if you were given a free AirTag, what would you attach it to? Ooh, uh, probably just like. My wallet? No, no, that's that's actually terrible. I always have my wallet on me. That's a great question because like I don't carry much stuff on me uh, in the first place, and like maybe like the only thing I'd probably attach to would be like maybe my water bottle because I always lose that. Um, <laughs> but like other than that, it would just be like my backpack maybe. That's really yeah. It. I was about to say I was going through my backpack because I'm tossing yeah. that thing everywhere in class or here. When we go back to school again, 
we're gonna like we're gonna like move around all throughout school right and sometimes is, i like have the... clubs and stuff and i leave my backpack mm, in my room and i don't know where i left it sometimes mm, so that's true i always just take my backpack everywhere i go like i don't leave it anywhere and if i do leave it i leave it in a very hidden but like kind of obvious spot for me um honestly i don't i don't see the need for an air tag obviously maybe in the future when like you're traveling traveling i think definitely very useful um other than that i don't really know I, everything yeah. everything is secure everything is on my hand or in my pocket or on my back so yeah i think for people who like genuinely lose stuff or like mm. you know have so much stuff going on that they will tend to lose things i think it's a good product i think it's a good yeah. product right um what's but... a sus product Wait, is no, the no, new no, iMac uh, before, we, before yeah. we move on um uh, there's one other thing um the air tag has like a normal i think it's like a disc thing i forgot what the charge the battery is called but it's yeah it's just like cr battery it's a small battery but it can last a year i'm i was thoroughly impressed with a year battery life that is insane battery technology from apple very impressive and stuff. Beamer battery. That's the stuff you put in like watches or like yeah. the garage. Yeah, remote. Yeah, stuff uh, like garage remote, remote stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So uh, it's it's cool. Yeah, let's go on to the Mac. Let's go on to iMac. That iMac. Is, that is. <laughs> I actually I I like that they use the M1 chip. You know, but I watched more reviews on it, and I think as soon as Marquez said that, I think it's ugly. I started seeing it too. Like, wait, I like the cool colors. You know, kind of got that cool scheme going on there. Did you have to do a white bezel? Like, okay, do yeah, a white no, bezel no, for no, colors no, that no. make sense. Like the lighter shades, like mm -hmm. green. The purple, All right? The, purple but if the darker colors, like blue, or like yeah, like yeah. The silver one, or red, do black. Do black. And yeah. But that's like the little things, you know? I, I don't care much about that. But that chin, though. Mm -hmm. that chin staying and like that's cool and all and the reason why that chin staying is that's where like all the components are mm -hmm. like uh that's where the m1 chip is that's where your ram and all that and all the other parts are your SSD, and that's where the speakers are too all right and like it's a thin map it's a thin like i think it's like what 11, iMac, you know 11 like, millimeters. yeah 11 millimeters plays <laughs> really thin yeah. all right so and i'm glad they did that design but like that means the rest of the MacBook is hollow. Not like you could like, is it? Yeah, it's pretty. Like if you look at the diagram of that MacBook, this like like the bar is here, right? Like that chin, and that's where all the components are. This side and this side, like smack left and right, on the center part of the MacBook is basically empty. Really, I I suspect yeah. that they might. I think I think it might be more screen um filled. Like screen components, that's probably why it's yeah, there. Screen components there, but still, if they like increase that eleven millimeter thick thickness, yeah. into like I don't know, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. but like if they increase that thickness, they could have added more components and just made better screen real estate. You know, like why yeah. have the chin? Why have yeah. the chin? Uh, I don't like that. The the what is it? Um, the audio cable is on the side, not on the back, because it's so thin. That's I. I think that's convenient. It's I convenient. think that's convenient. It is convenient, but it was interesting because most, I mean, even like my monitor um, is back. Uh, if I, I don't ever put it in there because I don't have a computer. I have my laptop. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, it's it's back. So it's interesting that it's that thin that it has that problem, like such a unforeseen problem that uh, it actually happened. Um, 
but like obviously Marquez also uh, he also said about um, the fact that the chin is like useless like the thinness it's cool but like in the long run it's it's pointless because when you look at a screen it's just gonna be head on you're not gonna care about how thin it is so better yeah. off you're you're better off making it like three inches thick no one's gonna care and like housing all the internals like further back and just having a bigger screen the chin is For like sure. pointless like it looks all right i'm not gonna complain about it but at the same time i'm not gonna buy it like first of all it's a mac yeah I'm like not buy we're it, not gonna but... buy it we're just complaining yeah. about it there's no point yeah. i think it's also a business tactic because that means they're gonna lead they're gonna probably go in like a imac pro that doesn't have a chin it's probably what's gonna happen you know probably yeah probably uh this maybe, maybe i think it might be next year just because they already did a refresh right now so i don't think they're gonna have it in november's um keynote um yeah like, that. like a, a new imac pro that has like you know a less chin and like the screen is made out of the same components of the pro display X yeah. xdr yeah. you know something like that so. yeah um what is it but uh what was i gonna say the the mac i was gonna say something but i don't know uh oh yeah the mac like it's just like a computer so i'm not sure like how many people are actually gonna buy it though just because people are just gonna be waiting for the next like m1 x or whatever m2 that they call it they're gonna be looking forward to that more than uh just like this laptop. i think the one thing with all-in-ones that i kind of hated is that you can't upgrade them yeah. like maybe the ram sure but especially, you can't upgrade them afterwards especially mac because that like m1 thing it's all integrated so bought or not that's it i think i'm talking more about the intel imacs that existed at the time because those their software their internal components had compromises Intel, they heated up. It was slow. I think with yeah. M1 and the new future M2X or whatever they're doing in the long run, I think these. I think this is actually a much more compelling buy than the Intel IMAX before because even though they're like, there's going to be better versions, obviously, this is pretty good speed for consumers. M1's pretty amazing. The, the, the amazing thing is that it's Apple that's made M1 and it's being that good. Like, it's better yeah. than Intel, obviously. Um, and it's better, like, it's a smartphone uh, like device manufacturer has a new chip that is better than a chip manufacturer and developer that like <laughs> that thing like uh, i remember well, like a while back when apple came out with m1 um the new intel ceo was like how is this happening why are we so bad that apple is doing better than us when we're supposed to be the top in the field i'm like uh... okay that's a fair point um but yeah intel intel has always been known for getting hot like my laptop i i always hate it getting hot <laughs> getting um, hot in the business side and literally <laughs> oh, uh but i know the the intel like chips have always been known for getting hot and that's like a reason why like i like ryzen like i want to get a ryzen laptop next time i get one uh just because they have it's a lot cooler and like the fans and stuff don't have to work as hard or be as aggressive so like and plus ryzen the debate ryzen 9 5900 or the intel 11 or intel i9 um 11900 so mm -hmm. it's going back and forth uh what is it single core performance intel takes the win sort of but uh mm -hmm. multi-core performance it goes to ryzen just because they have way more cores uh way more threads and whatnot so it's it's an interesting battle um both are good both are overkill for my uh, usage so i don't care too much <laughs> um but yeah it's cool to see what apple's gonna do in the future for sure uh, i think the last thing they did was also the new ipad pro mm -hmm. and like cool it's faster it's better 
M1 chip, which is kind of insane. Insane, yeah. Like, I, I'm curious what, how that's gonna improve. What are you gonna run in an iPad? Maybe CAD. Yeah. Is, do you think no, you're gonna think, start no, in CAD? So. No, I don't think CAD because like that distinction between laptop and iPad is still quite there, and CAD mm -hmm. just will not like even if like M1 is on the iPad. Like, I don't know why they did that because the chips on the iPad were already Apple made. So what benefit do you get uh, from like a a14 chip or uh, to compare to like the m1 chip like i want i wonder what that comparison is like obviously it's better it's a laptop processor on a ipad um setting so power is going to be through the roof but i don't how is it going to really benefit people i don't know like consumers like me like i know my dad has a he, he got the ipad pro before um the latest <clears> one <throat> so that one it's cool it's promotion um but that's really about it it's just like our older ipad as well like yeah yeah i think so. there's still not there's still not as much that you can do you're playing the you're watching the youtube netflix playing the games you know and the only thing at the time for consumers that mattered to ipad that mattered about ipad was probably the screen real estate how big yeah. was the screen yeah it's just like that size the tablet like the not being a laptop but not being a phone that like in between sort of uh, yeah, and that's why parents complain. It's like, oh, you're spending too much time on the iPad. This screen's so small. Your eyes are gonna get like messed up, you know. And like that, I guess that sort of gives a relief. Like that, more consumers. I love the iPad Air. I love the new iPad Air. That screen's huge. The oh my god, it, it's, dude. It's, it's just I think it's just slightly smaller than the iPad Pro, but it's still a bigger screen. It's an amazing refresh. It's it's awesome. I love um, it. But so um, much. what is this thing? What was I gonna say? I was gonna say something about iPads. Um, I just feel like that's like stuff like that's gonna be more appealing to consumers, you know. Uh, oh yeah, but uh, like the target, like I think the best people that like will utilize the iPad Pro is people that utilize <laughs> the Apple Pencil as well, because the pencil is so like from like what I see like of like productivity, like people that write notes, like at least for like med students, I I like I've seen like a lot of videos on how med students and people that like in college really utilize the um, iPad Pro because of like the accessibility of notes and it being all centralized. And because the Apple Pencil, it's like writing on normal pen paper, right? So it's just like that convenience factor that really aids them. But of course, there is no replacement for iPad uh, laptops. So it's just like that uh, more convenient, more easy access uh, paper pencil feel versus typing. I think that's like the real Oh, cool, you're, 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 you're convincing me to get an iPad Air when I go to college, my guy. Yo, honestly, oh, like, iPad Air is, like, a great buy. Just, like, if you get, like, the first-generation pencil and, like, the iPad Air, like, that's, like, really good just because... Did you say first-gen or second? Because first there's a second-gen. I mean, I mean, there's a second-gen, but, like, I don't I don't know what, like, the reason for spending that extra, like, $60, $70. I think it's, like, $60, $70, I think, uh, from, like, second to first, but... Uh, Unless they come out with a third gen, then second gen will be cheaper. So might as well go for a second gen at that point. Um, yeah, I think because you can attach that pencil to mm -hmm. the iPad so it can charge. You, you know, Mrs. Sosinski, she's rocking her yeah. iPad Pro with that second gen pencil, man. Yo, she, her smart. entire curriculum and teaching notes is all based off that Apple pencil. That's smart. And she's so good at it. She's so good at it, man. It's, it's so, so much good better it. than like teachers. Like uh, I know like at least my like physics teacher, he's he's on the computer. So he's, and like whenever like I'm tutoring someone, 
Like, drawing on my screen with my mouse is the most horrendous thing that I can do. Like, I can't do anything else. I'm not gonna, like, pull my camera down and, like, write. I don't have, like, the um, projector thing. Um, yeah. So, like, it's, the iPad Pro is just, like, that, that convenience, that, like, feel of writing legit. And, like, hand is, like disappearing basically it's just pencil to paper almost um is it's unreplicatable like nothing else comes close to it and uh that's why it's so good um so yeah no i i, wa I want to get one in uh, i mean the goal would be to get that but at the same time that'd be me wishing i could easily live off of just doing notebook and pencil that's also a very viable and uh what is it like well proven uh method of learning so it would just be me being kind of spoiled and uh, convenience to get like the iPad. But obviously, there's if you can do it, do it. But uh, it's not yeah. necessity. Utilization um, yeah, really helps. Yeah, I think that's that's the whole Apple event, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we spent a lot of time on that. Yeah. Four twenty Apple event. Uh, yep. <laughs> um. What else? Oh yeah. Uh. This one will be kind of quick. Uh. Ta SpaceX, not Tesla. SpaceX recently launched uh, their rocket with uh, the, I think it's called SpaceX Dragon. Yeah, Dragon uh, crew. It's It has crew on it um, that I think, I don't know who's on the crew, but uh, I know it's like some NASA people, obviously. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the they launched from... Very crew. Yeah, they, they launched from Cape Canaveral, um, I think last week, sometime last week, maybe two weeks ago. No, I think it might be last week, yeah. Because they docked yesterday as of recording, the 24th on the ISS successfully. So that's exciting that um, SpaceX is doing that now. Um, I'm not, I think this might be the first time they've done it. I'm not sure. I think first or second, I'm not sure. But um, it's exciting to see that how uh, SpaceX will grow the commercial uh, air space, aerospace uh, industry as well, along with just like helping the government um and nasa get that ability to send people to space once again absolutely yeah did you know like they're kind of um, i think other companies um mm -hmm. this is not related yeah. to the rocket this is more related to spacex's uh satellite oh I'm out. you don't remember what the name is SpaceX? they're like satellite they're like satellite for like wi-fi oh uh star starlink, starlink i think starlink, starlink. Yeah. yeah so other companies are like dude you're taking so much of the orbit around earth for starlink just for starlink alone it's like yeah spacelink is really truly taking those big steps steps to commercializing the space in space <laughs> so yeah yeah so starlink um i'm not sure it's that good like obviously like in the long run i think it's cheaper um i mean at the moment it's pretty expensive like getting the um utilities like the satellite i think it is um and like doing all those like requirements hardware wise is i think it's like 500 dollars or something like that i'm not sure don't fa fact check don't fact check me um because like i saw it a while back like i think it's like maybe two months ago uh that they were starting to take pre-orders for uh starlink if you want to get on it and get the network using that but um for people like us that are in very suburban and uh populated cities stuff like that it's not gonna be it's not gonna be useful for us. It's not we're not like the target audience at the moment. And it's gonna be more for people that don't have access, like rural places or like uh, third world places that don't have easy connection to Wi-Fi or um, electricity stuff like that. So that's gonna be the more targeted place, I assume. But uh, 
it's really cool to see what SpaceX is doing with Starlink. Yeah, that's uh, true. Um, and people are thinking that um, SpaceX will be IPO. IPO means that they're going to be releasing a stock. Uh, they're going to become public. But um, oh. that's that's probably a year into the future, if not more, um, I think. Um, but it's exciting to see. Exciting to see what's going to happen there. Yeah, honestly, yo, is SpaceX, the moment SpaceX IPOs, I am most certainly buying it, okay? There's no chance I am not. It's through the roof, man. It's actually no, but it actually is because SpaceX space is the one place that there is always going to be innovation in. Like for us, there's going to be innovation for like the foreseeable future, like my whole lifetime, ours, uh, probably the next like couple centuries as well. There's going to be so much innovation in space. Like even after we colonize Mars and maybe uh, go to Venus and somehow survive and colonize there, I'm sure we'll find a way. Maybe, maybe. Uh, maybe. No, actually, I take that back. Uh, probably not Venus, but like, <laughs> it's like, wait, there's a logic factor. Well, no, yeah, like, but it's, it's actually that's absolutely true, though. Like, space is something that is still gonna be explored, still it's, gonna be taken advantage of, and it's basically to, infinite. Know? So we can go almost yeah. anywhere. We're gonna be doing so much. So it's gonna be it's never ending there, and technology is gonna keep on improving to make uh, travel more efficient, faster, safer, and make it more convenient for people. So that's place that. It's going to be exciting to see. So, more certainly buying Tesla stonks. Uh, sorry, SpaceX stonks. SpaceX yeah. stonks, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, excited for that. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, let's talk about this. This was, I, mean, I don't know how much we can really go into it, but Derek Chauvin, this is pretty big news for the past week. Derek Chauvin got convicted. It was like five o'clock, and I was on in the living room, and I was watching CNN. I was like, oh my God, they're going to. The country was on edge there for a second i'm oh, like man. you know we're relieved that like yes he got charged on all three charges all three now, like, he deserves yeah. it too and yeah that 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 alone caused so much you gotta give credit to like that the the people that like recorded that scene too that's how the news spread in the first place that's how that started uh black lives matter and other movements as well you know to support that cause and it's finally good to see that justice was served so it's pretty cool. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like, it's like the first time. It's it is the first case where like a police officer was convicted because normally they always plead like, um, uh, they always take what is it called qualified immunity. Um, they always take that and then they escape like conviction and just go back to normal life almost. So it's it's fine. It's nice to see that that's finally happened. Obviously, this isn't the end of it. This is only like the starting. Yeah, it's um, only the first step, man. Dude, yeah. Many more, many more because, because, cases. Uh, getting, oh. you know, basically even getting one case one doesn't mean anything because the policy that made it that difficult for that one case to be one has to be changed. So only when the policies actually change will stuff like this stop happening. So, um, the, like the only yeah. So once the policy is changed, then there won't be have to be this much pressure from outside and everything for just to be actually served. It should just be served on a regular basis on the principles of the law that we have so they should definitely be changed but uh, it's going to be interesting with the senate right now yeah it's true yeah but hopefully with this one first victory this first mm -hmm. step you know it leads to many more victories after this you know yeah. for sure yeah um yeah, I, was just, I was reading recently about uh what what could happen with this appeal because obviously you get convicted then you can have an appeal from a higher court uh, that's how it always works, and I think um, it hasn't. There hasn't been like confirmative, but um, mm -hmm. 
it's really rare that uh, they're going to have like a retrial and whatnot to uh, get like a different ruling. Um, and especially like in Minnesota, apparently, um, from like what I heard on the news, if even one person uh, doesn't think that uh, doesn't think that the person is guilty beyond a reasonable doubt, then the person mm-hmm. walks. Yeah. So yeah. it's just not, I, not majority. That's that, that I think is crazy. Like it shouldn't be unanimous, but at the same time, like, okay, sure. Um, I'm not, gonna, it's, it's not like it's, it's a deal, think, but this case was so difficult to handle though. I don't know yeah. if they're going to do the deal again. The, the, the thing is, it's like, it should be an open and shut play, a case. And like almost every other instance, but because it's a police officer that is white. It's like, yeah. But I don't think yeah. I I don't think appeal is going to be an issue. This case was so meticulously prepared, from like the jury to like setting all this up, and like I don't think they're going to do it. But, Hopefully, but the thing not. is, if they do get the appeal, it'll be very interesting because I mean the appeal would be based around the fact that oh the jury was pressured into doing this, but at the same time, I don't think so. It's very rare. Right. Apparently, process to get that jury yeah. done man oh my god yeah. they took for i mean they didn't take forever but like they did they were so very like very careful on who they um what is it like interview like who are brought up for witnesses the in uh evidence that they showed the jury it was crazy the like how much effort that they went through and i'm like even like 25 percent of what they showed would have been like a guaranteed conviction it's just like wow they went through so much effort for just this one case yeah. uh sad but hopefully this will cause more change yeah um speaking of uh, how problems with senate just thanks that to the extent that uh the policy might not the policy change for this sort of justice might not come uh, another thing that might not come at least from the way we want it is the green new deal um esque uh infrastructure bill that biden proposed um mm. so what happened there is Biden proposed a new infrastructure bill based around like giving uh, it was a pretty big bill, apparently not bigger than the stimulus, but pretty big in terms of like repairing roads, uh, airports, uh, Internet broadband for every uh, American. Um, There's some other things as well, but the, a lot of these stuff were um, have like ideas from the Green New Deal and a lot of like republicans are like no 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 and what they're gonna do what they're doing is a filibuster so that requires 60 votes and that is that's why a lot of people are like calling for the end to the filibuster which i don't know how they're gonna do it but they have to do it because nothing's getting done like republicans are getting away with stopping everything from getting done and it is it's frustrating like the majority is gonna last until uh, next election. So if they can't show what they've done with that majority of uh, de- Democrats, then it's going to be really hard to stay with the majority uh, in the Senate, at least for the next semester, uh, next, next term. Um, All right. Okay. Yeah. Can, can you give you some context on what a filibuster is? Okay. So filibuster, normally to pass a bill, you have to have over 50% of the votes in the House and in the Senate, and then it goes to the president to get signed into law or vetoed. Obviously, this is like basic government, but uh, and then it goes back two thirds in each place to override a veto. But in this case, um, it goes from the House. It'll be passed uh, if it it passes and then it goes to the Senate. And if uh, like what happens is they use a filibuster. Filibuster makes it so that you have to have a 60 vote 
uh, 60 vote like plurality. I don't know. Like you have to have 60 votes to pass the bill uh, to the president, okay. obviously. So before it used to be 50, but now it's 60. And that makes it a lot harder because no party has 60 votes, 60 uh, senators. It's really hard in this type of divisive um, uh, nation that we have. So like the 50 that we already have, plus obviously Kamala Harris uh, being the VP, mm-hmm. um, that's yeah. majority. But 60 makes it impossible. So nothing gets done. Um, that's why people are calling for the end of the filibuster. Um, but I, it's going to be hard to see how that's going to happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think political views and ideals aside, especially in the situations we are right now and the problems that we have to face right now, you got to start making change fast. Yeah. You got to start making changes fast. And I think president Biden is trying his best to make those changes, you know, with the, I mean, constant like executive orders during the beginning of his presidency, you know, but that's not, that's not going to work either. All right. That's not going to get stuff done permanently. The only bills passed by the Congress does. So Republicans, Oh my God. And it's, it's funny to see what like Ted Cruz and like whoever else like post on like, Twitter about their reasoning for um, opposing the bill when they're such hypocrites. Oh my God, there's it's it's so infuriating. But at the same time, like at least for me, I'm not American, so I can't vote even when I become 18. Right, because so, you're Canadian. Yeah, yeah I'm Canadian. So like I don't even care that much at that point. Um, but it's it's infuriating to see uh, how it's happening. Like obviously, I'm supporting. I want. I'll do whatever I can, but. Voting is not something that I'll be able to do, at least for the foreseeable future. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the coolest Sad. thing ever, by the way, that you're Canadian. <laughs> God, that's so cool. <laughs> uh, Canadian, Canadian has its perks, but at the same time, it has its downfall, sort of. Kind of, yeah. I mean, we uh, can't vote, but we got Tim Hortons. You know what I'm saying? Tim Bits. Yo, Tim Hortons? Tim Hortons in Canada is just so much better than Tim Hortons in America. Like, I don't know why, but like it's never as consistent. Like for the French vanilla cappuccino, it's never consistent in America. It's always oh. thick and amazing, <laughs> thick and amazing in Canada, especially like northern Canada. Oh my god, they are the best. Um, I Tim Hortons in like near. It's not in Quebec. It's like near Quebec, no, like a, it's, it's during, Quebec, like, yeah. a couple minutes before Quebec. During the highway, there was a stop to a Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons in Canada just uh, uh, it's ah. something else honestly that I'm sad like normally I would like go to like Canada almost like every other month almost like we have so many like friends and stuff in Canada but oh, that's cool. yeah so the fact that like the border has been closed for a solid like year now it's so like sad to, like because like uh we'd always go to like our cousin's place because like they have a restaurant in uh near Toronto near around there um mm. it's uh, outskirts of Toronto almost but uh they have a restaurant there. Amazing food. Absolutely amazing. And like it's we always go there at least like twice a year, maybe sometimes three times, but we haven't gone once and it's just so sad. So hopefully Aww. summer we'll be able to go. Hopefully they open the border. But yeah, yeah. Come on, Justin Trudeau. I want them Timbits, man. <laughs> I want them <laughs> restaurants, man. The, the thing is, like Trudeau, he he he's smart. Like he that it's like we can't like fault him he's doing what's safe for his country no, absolutely not no he's so, doing he's doing his best yeah he got you gotta commend him for that for sure, uh, for sure but hopefully um covid in america will die down so that um people can actually travel again but yeah we'll please see. guys especially michigan like we're number one in COVID yeah. cases in america 
Michigan. I don't, know how, I don't know how Michigan, uh, especially like Michigan, with like Gretchen Whitmer and how strict she was at the start, but like places like Florida are like kind of chilling. They don't have as many cases. Just like what? Uh, it's, and I, I think that they're not going to do restrictions because like they're going to ramp up vaccinations more. They're not. They're gonna. They're gonna issue less restrictions and just hope, rely on ramping up vaccinations across the state more. So just a whole hopefully thing. that helps. But like that's not gonna end the spread yeah. of COVID. It's gonna limit the people who get affected by COVID. Yeah. So like be affected. That's like the key point. It'll only limit how many people are hospitalized and whatnot. But people will still yeah. get affected. So until like something like a uh, a cure to COVID, like an antiviral drug, is developed, it's gonna be really hard to properly be normal because everyone, if someone does get it severely, it's still scary because there isn't something to directly con uh, like directly fight against it. It's just prevention rather than treatment, and that like key difference is something that is gonna be the the a tipping point between us going back to normal or staying in this sort of cautious state of society that yeah. we are in mm -hmm. yeah. who, who do you think is going to develop that for develop it first that antiviral drug no idea because i mean i have no idea just because i didn't even know about like pfizer or moderna until they were the big names early on in the pandemic about like the trials that they're doing because pfizer was the first one that's how i know pfizer moderna johnson and johnson we obviously know from baby products and baby shampoo <laughs> <laughs> baby powder all that yeah um but yeah oh yeah speaking of uh things here let me show you let me show you something so uh obviously my dad is a pharmacist and he does the clinics right so um he does clinics on like moderna oh god so bright so bright, yeah. Moderna. Oh. Um, let's see. Wait. So those are just the vials, right? Yeah, or... yeah. The empty, empty vials. Obviously, obviously empty vials. <laughs> if we had uh, Pfizer, uh, Pfizer. Whoa, that's so Pfizer. cool. And yeah, uh, yeah. There's this. This is just like uh, a sort of like dilutant for the Pfizer one. But uh, yeah, no. So my dad does uh, the clinics and all with like different things. So he just brought home. A couple like souvenirs so that's pretty exciting <laughs> um awesome. yeah so that's why i'm like obviously the astrazeneca one and yeah astrazeneca that's it yeah astrazeneca is only europe heavy so uh obviously that i won't be getting uh, unless they're going to be coming to us which i doubt but yeah three three is a pretty cool uh number uh, to have yeah uh, <laughs> that's oh, i never cool. got did they they did the they did pause Johnson and Johnson right? They paused Johnson and Johnson. I think America paused Johnson Johnson recently. So what happened with that? I'm I'm still like like my mom was telling me about it. Uh, I I knew about it, but I was just like talking to her. I'm like, why why is this happening? So what happened was, um, fifteen cases, fifteen cases of blood clots from people that have gotten Johnson and Johnson doses, um, were reported. So the CDC, I believe, um paused the administration of the doses so obviously other stuff went on but they paused it for like i think a week almost exactly a week and then they reinstated it but i'm just like why would you pause something that you should have either just not approved in the first place or should just kept on going because 15 cases out of like millions and millions is ridiculous it's just a small chance like would you rather have a very minuscule chance 
of getting a blood clot or would you want to get covid like it's not that hard of a decision and plus for blood clots and stuff like that there is treatment for covid there really isn't exactly a treatment there's remdesivir that's i think that's the only one that i know of that is like a kind of cure for it to an extent like that's what that's like the experimental drug i think that um donald trump got um but yeah no it's i don't know why they paused it that it made no sense like you're just not done it if you weren't gonna do it like why pause it uh, i feel like i mean that's a very debating topic here's the thing I first when I learned about the pause for Johnson Johnson, it was only six people. Six yeah, of those people were women, mm-hmm. and like I think one or two of them, were, one was critically injured, another actually unfortunately passed away. Mm-hmm. All right, now it's fifteen people. All right, and it's yes, it's in six point eight million doses for sure. But like, if you're going to stop COVID, you don't want to. Yeah, you stop COVID, but oh no, you're also affected by something else. I think that's not the point, and also. That won't be much appealing to people, you know? Like, I know it was only it was only from ages 18 to 48 for women. But that's still a lot of people everywhere, like, in the world. And, like, if there's a chance that you could, like, well, as dark as this is, die from blood clots, trying to protect yourself from dying from COVID. Like, you know, it's it kind of something that's like, wait, that's kind of... You know, it's kind of scary to think about. So I think the pause was like, you know, kind of justified in a sense. But I think you're absolutely right in a sense where they should have just done more testing before they started administrating stuff, you know? I mean, the thing is that, like, I think, like, the reason why it's 15 cases out of millions and millions is, like, and obviously the, the reason, the my guess is that the reason they didn't detect this in their tests were probably because of the small sample size. Obviously, they can't test it on millions of people to get that one or two people that get affected. So the mm-hmm. thousands of people that they affected were probably just normal and they didn't get it. Um, mm-hmm. But for 15 people to get it, and uh, some of them die, obviously, uh, versus millions of people that didn't get blood clots, I think that is a much safer thing versus 15 million people, like millions of people not getting the vaccine and dying from it. Because the chances of dying from the COVID is, what is it, like 10%, I think? Uh, 10% of people, like, die uh and then obviously a lot more people get hospitalized not as many now but they get hospitalized they get affected a lot a lot of issues versus just Mm -hmm. getting blood clots and the chances of getting one versus the other obviously they're both detrimental they're very bad but one is much much less likely than the other and especially with the uh this is something i learned recently as well the reason why a lot of people mm-hmm. wanted Johnson Johnson, like a lot of like, uh, obviously my dad's a pharmacist, so he knows a lot of pharmacists. A lot of my, a lot of uncles that I know are pharmacists, but um, a lot of them, not a lot of them, like a couple of them that are like older, they not they didn't they didn't not trust Pfizer, but they wanted Johnson and Johnson because Johnson Johnson is the only like normal vaccine, like how the flu is like weakened and dead. Uh, One shot. No. Yeah, it's one, no, it's one shot, but like, I mean, like, uh, the okay, so Moderna and Pfizer are mRNA vaccine. Oh, I see that's, what you mean. Yeah, that's the different. That, so, yeah, that's yeah. different yeah. than like the flu shot. How that one is like normal vaccine, the more traditional type that people know of, and that's what Johnson Johnson is also. Uh, obviously, it's one dose, which makes it more convenient for people to give. There isn't as much of a um stress on people having to meet that uh second date uh for their vaccine 
But no, I feel one Johnson Johnson because it's one dose and it's a traditional vaccine. They trust that more to some extent. And I understand that if you're going to get something, I mean, if you're going to get Johnson better off getting that than not getting it at all. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. Obviously the, the trust thing I think is unfounded, but at the same time, whatever floats your boat, get the vaccine. That's it. That's true. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, like, uh, uh, hmm, what are those? Is it, you know, measles or like, yeah. you know, smallpox, you know how those yeah. stuff were like kind of gone now because everyone was like vaccinated yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's going to be what's going to happen with COVID. It's like COVID's like, it's like, it's going to disappear. Like it's going to be there. Yeah. But it's gonna like go away more now Small. because of the vaccine. It's not gonna be eradicated, but it's gonna be like just it's dissipated. Gonna be, it's gonna be a lot less cases versus the millions of people that are affected by it. Um, yeah, no, that's that's like the goal, obviously. Um, it's just unlucky that COVID SARS. I mean, SARS has been around for a long time. People have done SARS before, but it's just unlucky to the extent that this COVID nineteen strain. Um, the, this this virus, uh, this form of the virus of uh, SARS was that contagious and that deadly and effective. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting to see how it goes. But hopefully, um, I mean, at the rate that we're going for vaccines, I think, what is it? 200 million doses have been administered. Um, oh, yeah. As of like the 92nd day of uh, office for uh, Biden. So okay. that's that's some next level stats, honestly. 200 million doses that's oh god but that's good that's good that's good 200 million and we're, go ahead sorry no and we're 340 million uh population so just another like maybe 100 days again to get even more because it's gonna go faster well yeah i'm just curious do you think it's gonna be like the flu or every year you have to get a covid vaccine um, oh no? So the vaccine, um, at least for Pfizer, what the people are uh, what is look what people are looking into is, um, obviously there's two shots, and they're thinking that maybe nine months after your second dose, you might get another one as like a booster shot, to uh, to keep up the efficacy, but um, oh, that that'll probably happen. But I'll be interested to see how they will administer that, how they'll like keep track of that, because. Um, like for instance, like let me just go up my wallet. Um, like on the card, they only have like uh like first uh they only have like the first and second. Oh god, so bright. But uh they only have like the yeah, first, first and, and second, second. date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously the final date. It's gonna be interesting to see how they keep track of it. Obviously their systems mm-hmm. and whatnot. But contacting millions of people, it's a pain. It's a lot. So. Mm. I'm, gonna, I'm curious to see how it's going to happen, but it might happen. I'm not going to yeah. be opposed to it. It makes sense. But yeah. Play goes well and stuff. Yeah. No. Um, all right. Yeah. And this isn't much of a news, but I just want to talk about it just because it looks really cool. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking about the new Marvel Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, I believe it's called. Um, the teaser dropped recently, I think like a couple days ago. Looks sick. It looks like. Uh, the Asian Black Panther, legit. Like obviously the storyline is very different, but like the the vibe I get from like the trailer feels so Black Panther like, like so swag and all that. <laughs> um, man, no, it looks really really cool. I'm very excited for that. Mm, I've um, never. I didn't watch the trailer. Wait, why do I not know about this? I didn't watch the trailer. It, 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 came, out, it came out really. It came out very recently. Um, like two or three days ago. So if you haven't seen it, you'll see it soon. <laughs> 
Um, you have a gist of what it's about? Like what the plot is about? So, uh, from what I can tell, uh, this is my guess of what the plot will be about, but it's like this guy who um, is kind of like a... How do I... I mean, uh, one thing I know for sure, they like how in Black Panther they had like a Lexus um, like deal, right? With like part uh, yeah. branding yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, in this movie, it's going to be BMW, so that's going to be cool to see all the BMWs destroyed. Um, no, in the trailer itself, there was a BMW i4 or something like that destroyed, and I was sad, but uh, it looked like a cool shot. So, the storyline seems to be that this guy, um, is the son of like a powerful like council, Ten Rings is what like they said, but like a power, he's like a powerful person in like China, I think. Um, and like his son, he, he the dad gave him 10 years to live his life. Um, because like his dad's apparently super powerful and obviously powerful means he's going to be, uh, I hate, like uh, there's going to be opposition to him. So people want to kill him. Uh, and obviously, uh, so this guy is like a superhero in the sense that he is very martial art. Um, he knows a bunch of like martial arts, uh, advanced technology. Um, it's really hard to describe because I mean, the, it's a teaser that was given, but, uh, it looks like there are people that want to kill him and, he doesn't want to go back to the life that his dad has as like some sort of like mob boss, that sort of um, lifestyle. So his dad isn't obviously very, he doesn't take that very well. So he has people come after him. Um, so it's interesting to see how that will go down. Um, but it looks really cool just because like it feels because it's like monastery kind of looking um, very also very um, city life. Like uh, what is it? I think. Where was it in, um, was it Tokyo, Japan? No, Korea. That was in, in Black Panther, Black Korea. Panther? Yeah, yeah Korea. Korea. Um, so like how Korea is like so a bunch of like nightlife and stuff like that. I think that that's also going to be in um, the China for uh, this movie. So it's going to be really cool to see like the similarities between Black Panther and this movie. Uh, and also like the differences. Because it feels kind of like a Doctor Strange to the extent that there's some like magic, some wushi... Um, Wooshy stuff. Uh, looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it does look cool. Yeah, it looks cool like that because I mean the guy like, oh, there's, there's just so much like the trailer. It's yeah, I, I like my description does it no justice, but looks cool. Um, who is this? Sandra Oh is in the movie as well. Oh, is this Sandra? <laughs> oh my god! If I mess that name up, that's gonna look so bad. Uh, let me just look it up. But no, the movie looks uh, pretty cool. Doing that. They're definitely getting the representation across with the world oh, much more. Like with Black Panther. Oh, go um, ahead. It's Aquafina. Oh, wait. Wasn't she in Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, she was, yeah. Uh, yeah That's cool. <laughs> I don't know why I said... Um... I'm such an idiot. Um... But yeah, I think Marvel's really good at getting that representation globally. Like for Black Panther, mm -hmm. it was like... Centered now, it's gonna be more Asian culture kind of thing. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see yeah, that. See that diversity building, yeah. Um, oh yeah, I remember, I think, uh, I remember like Ronnie Chang saying a while back in like one of his sketches about how Marvel hasn't done an Asian um led movie. And then after I see this, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be sick. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I can't wait for it. It's uh, what was it September 3rd that it's coming out? Oh, what? yeah, so that's exciting. Um, um all right yeah let's move on to um do you have any other like news or something i mean there wasn't much other news that i remember 
in the past. Yeah, no, nothing else really. Yeah. I mean, that's it. You know, that's, I mean, that's all I get. So. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to some questions then. Uh, cool. I'll start all off. right. You want to start? All right, go. I'll start off. You start. You start. You start. Okay. Um. So this is this is kind of branching off of um the Shang Chi one. If you okay. could have a superpower of your choice from either fictional or a new one that you want to make, what would it be? <laughs> oh my god. Alright, that's oh that's awesome. Yes, Alright, so, so I watched this anime called My Hero Academia. <laughs> and it's about a society where everyone has like superpowers and they're called quirks, alright? It's like really super cool. That's yeah, so you okay. can have a quirk that makes you like an all powerful god or a quirk that turns your head into a cactus. It's pretty freaking wow. amazing. I love the show. It's so fun. The, the main character that, that's insane. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the main character, he actually doesn't have superpowers. He's born without powers. You know, like eighty percent of the population has superpowers, twenty percent doesn't. He is a part of that twenty percent. So the number one hero, All Might, is lo- like his name is All Might, and he's looking for a predecessor. So this dude doesn't have a quirk. So All Might's like, you know what? Just take my quirk, all right? Because that's that's what happened. That's the thing with his quirk. It's called uh, One for All. So for every generation, his quirk, his superpowers passed down. So like this time, he's gonna pass it down to like the main character. So if I, and it's like it's like there's a different types, like you know, like strength type or like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, agility type. You know, so like. I would have something that's like, that gives me like, like, uh, how do I explain it? Literal superpower, like, like super strength and stuff like that, you know? But also so, like, like Superman, like Superman, like Superman. Yeah. Kind of like Superman, but Superman I'm not flying. Like I don't, I don't want to fly. I want to like, it's like if Superman and Flash merged mm. strength so that I can run fast too, but like I can also punch hard too. I mean, I mean, I mean Superman could go. I mean, it's always teased that Superman and Flash are always racing to try and see who's faster. Obviously, Flash is faster. He can go beyond the speed of light, uh, at least from the comic books. But um, Superman can also go fast. To the, I mean, we, we saw in the the old, um, what is this, Justice League, Superman and Flash fighting in that like Flash time. Um, but yeah, what would I have? I, I, honestly, speed is something that's really cool for uh, cool as well. Yeah, your speed is really cool. The, the the thing is with speed speed is just relative right are you moving fast or is everyone else moving slow so my thing would probably be stopping time or like time control like being able to do that because that i feel like is way more powerful than anything else because time is a fundamental force of nature blah blah, blah. it's just it's just really cool like stopping time because stopping time means you don't age stuff like that like this obviously it's your superpower so you can you can take out all the specifications of it <laughs> here's the thing though that i've noticed if you stop time you can move but nothing else around you moves all right so let's say you want to stop time to watch all the anime all right because you stop time your computer won't turn on because that it takes time to turn on your computer it takes time for it to load onto the anime website or youtube not right? necessarily i mean you can okay technically I can control time. So I can control time on certain things versus time on other things. Okay. All so right. That's fair. That's I can fair. control. And plus, I mean, things can still move. Like you, you have to interact with them. You have to like push them and stuff like that. So it'd be interesting to see. Obviously I'd be, that, that, that'd be like the coolest superpower just because like I would 
never like be not late. I'm not a late person, but like I'd never be like late, and I'd have like all the time in the world. That sort of cliche, but obviously literally turn, turn back the time as well. So like time control means every control. So I could turn back time. So I could go through life as many times. Obviously, it'd be super depressing, but at the same time, the amount of knowledge <laughs> I could become Leonardo da Vinci himself. <laughs> like, like when I say Leonardo da Vinci, I mean like so Leonardo da Vinci. Obviously, everyone knows him as a painter, but like an inventor. But he was so many things. Like that, like idea of being so well rounded and so many like characteristics, so many influences, so many areas. That's something that mm -hmm. I want to do. Um, that's like my goal in life to be like know like about everything be well knowledge about all the stuff be knowledgeable um but yeah that would be like that would just be insane oh my god going back in time going forward in time man controlling time is op i think <laughs> um what about, what, what about you what is your all right okay i have a bunch of random would you rather questions so here's a here's a good one all right would you rather live in a cave or live in a treehouse Ooh. Mm. I feel like this, this this can be like extrapolated to like Minecraft. Would you rather live in a tree or would you rather <laughs> live in a cave? I like and the thing is like I always just naturally like I don't even build a house. I always just dig into a mountain that I find naturally. Mm. Uh mm. so I would probably live in a cave. It just feels more safe versus a tree. Tree house. Yeah, I think so. I think like even if it's like a big thick tree, like there's still risks like mm -hmm. falling out. Die. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you're in the sky you would want to live but the but what i think there are advantages to living in a tree instead yeah, right because if, yeah. if you're in a cave you get like access to less resources but if you're in a tree you're already outside right that's so true. that's why i suppose yeah. there, there, there's gives and takes i mean some some caves are very they have fresh water stuff like that um mm -hmm. trees have the open air so you have that but it's a give and take. I think I think cave would be more consistent in my opinion. Yeah, I would so, choose caves more too. I think that makes yeah. more sense. Um, yeah, no, that's that's a pretty good one. Um, here I have a would rather as well. Um, would you All rather right. only drink apple juice? I mean, not only, but like if you're gonna drink between one of these, would you rather drink apple juice or orange juice? <laughs> what are some of the things that I have that have apple? I eat apples. I love apples. <laughs> I've had apple milkshakes, mm -hmm. but I've never had apple. No, I've had apple juice before because like, I remember it, but I don't. How would you have not had apple juice? I'd be very surprised if you haven't yeah. had apple juice. I remember apple cider, but I don't remember mm -hmm. apple juice. Apple cider, <laughs> so... I think apple cider and apple juice are pretty much like the same thing. Apple juice is just more like a, a packaged sort of like supermarket mm -hmm. thing, but apple cider, the same thing. So go off of apple cider if you. Um, no, honestly, I think I'd go with orange juice. Yeah, I like orange. I think or I think I like orange juice better than apple juice. You know, just just preference. <laughs> yeah, I, so. I agree. I mean, for me at least, like I remember thinking about this uh, a while back. Um, apple juice tastes better than orange juice if it's bought from the store, like the the pre-made stuff. Like I just feel like uh, orange juice just feels too unnatural. Apple juice just it feels better. But when it's freshly made, yeah, that's juice, true. Orange juice just always has that like nicer citric taste versus apple cider. I don't yep. I like apple cider is all right, but too much of it, I can't. I can't live with it. But orange juice, oh, I can. I can do that for a while. Yeah, like with apple cider, you can get it can get a bit too sour sometimes. But it's like a lot of the things at home, like I can't convince my parents to get like 
simply orange or simply lemonade. But if you mm. get oranges from the supermarket, like, because that's healthier. Obviously, it's a healthier yeah. option. The, the, the healthiest option is just making it fresh. That's like, that's yeah. what uh, we used to do when um, oranges were pretty, like, common. Obviously, we'll probably do that again in the summer. But, yeah, we just, like, we have a, what is it called? A grinder? No, it's not a grinder. It's not, it's a, I have, I have one, too. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a. It's like a car. It's. It squishes. It's it's squishing and it spins like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it's called. Um, uh, I'll look it up. Um, it's a juicer. It's a juicer. Oh, yeah, juicer, juicer. It's a juicer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's go on to the next one. What about you? All right. Okay. <laughs> would you rather? Would, would you rather? What? Would you rather read aloud everything you read? Or sing out everything you say. I don't know if that makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah, I read aloud everything I read. Really? Yeah. Um. I, I don't like. I, as we talked about with Krish, I don't like singing. <laughs> no. Oh, no that's way, no. true. That's true. <laughs> so that's true. <laughs> read, I'll read out loud anything. Um. Because I mean, I don't read. I read. I I don't read that much. Um. I except for like. Uh, by, oh wait, yeah, that's I don't read that much. Um. But like. Let's say I do read a lot. Well, no, I'm fine with reading out loud. It's it's better for me because I I remember more. So mm. I feel like like you 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 have the choice of what you want to say, but when you're reading, like you're reading more than you're saying. Mm-hmm. You're reading more when you're speaking. Like you're reading you know, like um like um let's say 4:50 p.m. I hope you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Pen plus gear, durable binder, two inch. You know, like some stuff. Like you're literally what? reading everything. Like, yeah, you're you're reading it. So, I guess I, I in, that, in that circumstance, I thought like that. It's like if you're reading something, you're gonna read it out loud, not just like oh, reading a book or reading a newspaper. That's not just singing because you can choose when you want to say or what you want to say. So you can like that is sing. true. But I mean, we both like to talk a decent amount. Like I, I would if, if there's something I want to talk about, I will talk about it for a long time. But um, I do not want to sing about it. Oh my god, I would that would take away my appetite to talk. Like, uh, I I would feel so ridiculous. I'd be like, no, this is a joke. What I'm saying is a joke, even if it is like super serious. Um, so yeah, no, reading out loud. Um, I think it's fine because what I'm reading is straightforward. It's it's con it's uh legible, not legible. It's co- it's uh, what's the term for it? Like it's readable. It's um. You know it. Uh, I don't know. Like it, it's intelligent, basically. Oh, okay. It's intelligent, right, okay. Yeah. So... Like, oh my God! Today is gonna be a wonderful day, and two thousand people have died from COVID. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sing, singing about like uh, talking, uh, singing about a debate with COVID. Oh my God, that would be. Such that sounds a like scene. a Saturday Night Live script. Oh uh, yeah, skit. honestly, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised that they haven't done something where it's just like singing, singing yet. <laughs> The COVID song. Yo, that would be crazy. The scenes of it. People singing about say a happy tone of someone saying, Oh, the Ted the death toll has risen to like five hundred thousand and stuff like that. Oh my god. Man. (laughs) Uh here, let me let me pull one up. Um see. Oh, uh what is one thing that you would want to be a critic for? So, uh, like, the base of the question is, like, there's people, like, food, like, cupcake critics, or, like, food mm. critics, or, like, 
critics in like anything. So what is like one topic or area that you'd want to be a critic in? It doesn't have to be something like uh, tech because you know tech. Like the like for instance, like for food, food would be a good thing because you get to eat a bunch of good food. But like for tech, you get to experience a bunch of good tech. So like that type of like give and take. So what would it be? Oh, okay. At first, I was gonna say like you know something like video editing because I like I'm you know I'm pretty experienced in that and I like judging stuff like that. Or or even like you know speaking too. Literally, that's what I did like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I like, but I think about like the advantages you can have. Like, oh, if I'm a food critic, I get to eat food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, hmm. I think as a, I think as a judging as a video editor, you would also mean you would have to be a video experienced video editor. Meaning you would have to get a powerful machine. So you have a powerful computer. Therefore, you can play all the freaking video games you want. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so that's, that's a fair point. Yeah. I think I like the fact that I, I like I like you know there are actually very little well I don't know personally but I know very few people at our high school who are interested in like filming or video editing like uh, you know uh, Jeffrey Wu yeah they they came out with the the club they, yeah short films club. and uh, funny skits is too so like mm. you know I'm kind of interested in that and I like that you know and I think I'll find that interesting the, but what I think I think another that? option would probably be food though because mm. I love food the reason yeah. why I don't say food is because. I won't be a good critic for it because I'll say everything tastes good. Because to me, everything tastes good. But like, so, so that's the thing. Like we think it's good because we eat it once in a while. It's it's all relative, right? So, um, if we constantly eat it, then we'll be like, okay, this wasn't as good as this. So I think mm. it's all relative. So like, if we're gonna if we eat once in a while some super expensive food, obviously we're gonna be like, oh, that's amazing compared to what we normally eat. But mm. if we eat it all the time, then we know how it should be versus how it is. Then mm. we'll know that oh no this is this is off and not to take away a star there um, stuff like that. <laughs> um, because if you're eating more of the same food, you get you you might get sick of it. Yeah, sick you of know? it. So yeah, I suppose yeah. Um, um, yeah, no, of course. I mean, anything that's good, you don't want to have it always because then it becomes normal, and yeah, that it ruins it yeah. basically. But uh, like speaking of like Jeffrey. Oh my god, his videos are the the script and like the ideas are absolutely stellar. I don't know how they do it. Like I, my creativity cannot even like comprehend how they come up with such ideas. Uh, like they are, oh yeah, the, they're the one with Surya, right? The one with Surya with like the music. Any video with Surya Allah is yeah, it amazing. It's always amazing. But the video with him <laughs> rapping the whole like rapping parts of like uh him rapping and then amazing. putting that into the script. Oh my god, the level of complexity is insane. I can't even. Oh my god, I never even thought of it until they did that. Like, there, uh, what Jeffrey does is next level. Um, like, I want to, I want to try something like that, but at the same time, I know that, uh, no, it would never work out too well. It would have to take so much planning, and by then, I'll just be like, nah, what's the point? Um, but yeah, no, he does well. I, I'm not gonna. Uh, are you gonna join the a film club? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll take I, that I as an option. He he um he posted a while back, and I I was thinking about it, but I'm like, nah. The thing is, like, I'm already doing so many clubs, and that would be like a pleasure club, and I don't want to do a pleasure club. Like, even if it's like that, like if a lot of people do it and it's in street, like if it's in person, then that'd be cool. That'd be fun. It would be more discussion. There'd be more debate about what editing style or what thing is better, cooler, whatever. There are a lot of film competitions too. Do so as. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I've heard of any? Okay, wow. 
at Bolin, this is not film. This is a different thing. So I, uh, I have a friend named Tadius Murley. He's a junior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when I was in Bolin, seventh grade, he was in eighth grade. We he started like a animator club, animation club, and we all learned yeah. Blender. We all wanted to submit an anim- a short, an animated short film for a competition. I don't think we got to do that, uh, but uh, yeah, that stuff like that exists. You know, film okay. competitions, animator competitions. I mean, that makes sense, I suppose. I mean, there's, there's going to be competition for almost every skill, so that, that makes sense. I just probably haven't yeah. heard of it because I don't have the skill or the affiliation <laughs> in that area. Um, but yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Okay, animation, wow. Um, yeah, no, I probably won't join the club just because I already have a lot. I'll probably join it next year if, um, uh, if they still run it then. They probably will, but like I'll probably join next year just because that will be more fun then. Um and hopefully by then we'll be a lot bigger. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, yeah, no. I like what he's doing. Um, cool. Oh yeah. What, what about you? Uh, what is uh one? Do you have another question or? All right. Here's a tech related one. Um. Oh. I, 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 I oh here here. I forgot what else. I I didn't say what I was gonna be uh a critic. Okay, you um. It would just be tech. Uh, like straight up, I would just become Marquez Brownlee because yo. The stuff that he gets to use on a daily basis is unparalleled. Like, oh my god. Because obviously tech reviewers or like tech critics get like access to like Hyperloop, stuff like this, because they're gonna be like re- it's almost like a reporter at that point, because they have the, that type of access and uh insights on stuff. So that stuff, oh my god, I want to I, I would love that. You gotta give credit for him to starting at this at a young age too. Like he yeah. had no idea what he was he started 13, just uploaded stuff to YouTube. And that led to being his career. And he I, loves I, doing it. I, I think he right? was like, to, to an extent, he was kind of like lucky that he had that passion at the same time that YouTube was pretty new and yeah. pretty like unpopular. Now everyone wants to do it. Like obviously a lot of people we know are doing it uh, on like different mm-hmm. things, like either gaming or skits or like I, I do CAD, you do like music stuff. That's like everyone has their own like thing, and obviously there's so many other people above us that are doing so much bigger stuff. So now it's a lot more crowded, but if you know what you're doing and you're committed to it, you can make your way as well. Um, sure. But yeah, no, I think he definitely lucky and very committed, and that's yeah. why he's one of the he's like the biggest tech um like critic. Yeah, tech he's critic, a tech reviewer. Million subscribers, right? Oh man, but. Beyond that, Absolutely. like he, like he's like one of the people that I like every video he posts, I always watch it because I know that whatever he talks about is gonna be good because he doesn't just talk about the thing, but its implications on everything else. It's a lot more yeah, deep than just insight. that. Yeah, and his yeah. insight, and that's what makes his videos interesting. That's why people watch every single one he posts. It's yeah. interesting. Even purple iPhone one. The purple iPhone video I was debating, but like, you know, it was a pretty good insight on it, you know? Yeah, I, I, I was just like, I'm like, why is he doing a video on purple uh, iPhone? And it was like seven minutes. And I'm like, seven minutes huh? for just a new color of an iPhone. I'm like, okay, let's watch. Let's see. Because I knew, I mean, uh, two minutes of it was just a uh, sponsor. Uh, but yeah, it, it was it was an all right video. I, I, I mean, there was much there, but AirTags, that was a, a better video. Obviously, we talked yeah. a lot about it, but yeah. True. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Oh yeah, here. Let's start. Let's my last one. Um, right. One bad habit that you want to get rid of. Uh, um, I am a bad habit. <laughs> <laughs> I am a bad habit. Uh, what's one bad habit I want to get rid of? Uh, I think that the easy easy one is like just procrastination. 
Oh, right. That's true. Yeah. Biting my lips so it stops bleeding. <laughs> no, I, yeah. 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 Procrastination. Please. Yes. Destroy okay, so, but, it. But, uh, yeah. Besides procrastination, just yeah. because that is the most common one, what's like second one, let's say? Because hmm. like everyone is procrastination. Um, so what's a other one? Because that's always like the harder one. Be harder. Probably. Probably biting my lip. Probably. About, oh, I, I do it very often. Too often, especially when I'm nervous. It's just like mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and like it, you know, it gets uneven stuff, and it's kind of it's kind of disgusting. It's I hate it. So I mean, that's the second one probably. Yeah. Um, what about you? Mine, I think mine would just be something like I I feel like this could be it's very subtly related to procrastination but at the same time it's not um mm. it's being committed to something um so i have that bad habit of just doing something like learning like for instance like yeah, i learned that's... a lot of i learned a lot about um oh no no better example cad uh the cad videos that i was making i was doing i was doing that for quite a bit and then i just stopped like you can look at my youtube channel uh i haven't posted in a, quite a while um so i just like stopped so like that consistency like i really want to have that and that can be extended to so many other things like learning coding or learning something else like i i'm just not consistent and that's like a bad habit that i want to get rid of um mm. and trying to work towards it hopefully it does hopefully it goes but only time yeah no talk. i think that's i think a lot of people suffer from such a habit i think <laughs> i think for me it's not committed to like learning i think it's committed to doing Maybe mm -hmm. like committed to like like sometimes I think especially Donald school or even the podcast sometimes too. Like I would I would yes, yes. Sorry, by the way. <laughs> That's my bad. Uh, no, you know, you know, you know, you know, I know, I know. Yeah. Literally we wanted to do the podcast today at eleven o'clock. I woke up at eleven twenty six and I was like, Oh God. No. <laughs> so that is that is my bad there. Um more doing stuff like i think it's procrastination but doing stuff on time like yeah. like take like homework for like school homework i'll do on time because it's a grade like dumbo school believe it or not i'm not as committed to it mm -hmm. i it's embarrassing to say That's and i hate that i am but i'm not as committed to it because i have other stuff going on too even though this is just as important this is a grade this is my culture but I'm just not as committed to it. Like I will put my homework at the last minute. And that's what I've been doing for like this entire year now. I would be doing it like that's finishing it five hours before or two hours before the class starts. And I hate that. You know, I hate that. And I wish I'd stop doing yeah. that. I hate that too. But at the same time, I don't know. I, I, I'm constantly trying different things to do it. But at the same time, I, I just realized at the end of the day, just my willpower to actually do it. Like, I just have to slowly, like, just do it. Like, you can't do it all at one time because the next day you'll be like, why? Why Why did I do that? What get benefit? Why? That's <laughs> yeah. um, so you have to, gotta, like, do it incrementally. You got to uh, do progressive overload, stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I get no because the sleeping in thing I get completely just because we, we need that sleep. We don't have much sleep during the week. So mm. we need it on the weekends. We need that catch up. So I completely get that. So I think 3 o'clock what we do now i think that's better but um yeah no it's fine I don't, i'm not too worried um yeah no committed committed is definitely something that uh we everyone can use more of us especially since covid we've just been more like oh it's fine we're not doing much anyway so we have less responsibilities um, so yeah we've been getting away with that but we'll let's pick that back up next year or even this summer too the more in-person stuff we get into 
mm-hmm. the less procrastination will affect us, I believe. Um, so do you want to talk about topics? Do you want to do just like one topic a piece? Mm. Or, do you, or do you have another question do you want to do instead? No, we can segue this into a topic. I can turn my question into a topic. All right, let's do, do, that. You do think... it. Yeah, go ahead. No, what no, you do it. Go, 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 go. All right, okay. Do you think keyboards and mice will exist in the future or will it be all touchscreen? No, not even touchscreen. I think it's just going to be like brainwaves. <laughs> no, like straight up Neuralink. Because, um, what is this thing? Uh, there's, I mean, in uh, Marquez Brownlee's um, Retro Tech, uh, like one of his videos. <laughs> retro um, Tech episodes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in one of them, um, I haven't seen all of them, but like one, uh, I think it's like one about like mind control. Not mind control, but like um, neural implants. So there's this like, company it, that. Was it like, was it like, um, uh, was it Smart Homes? I think it was Smart Homes. I, th- and, like, I think it might have been that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so Smart Homes. Yeah. Yeah. So in there, um, there's like this company that uses like the brainwaves from like the back part of your head um, to like figure out what you want to do, like what you're looking at or like what you're thinking. Um, and it's like a strap that goes on the outside of like uh, your forehead. Uh, it's like a rounder head. And mm-hmm. like he can like, was it? He, he played like Pong like on the video that like, he was playing Pong. Yeah. I mean, not yeah palm basically yeah so the fact that he can do that means that he could theoretically type oh so like i mean obviously it could be developed to an extent that it can type and i don't think that would be that far away as well because if they're they're able to already do like um control of like a cursor back and forth yeah then they can they can do back and forth and a little up and down and looking at a keyboard he can just go right through so Mm -hmm. i mean that i think that'll probably be the future just more thought-based stuff but if it was to be between like keyboard wait what was your thing keyboard and mice it was, will, will keyboard and mice exist or will it be all touch I think, screen? I, I think it'll be um i think it'll still exist Ooh, or touch screen ah touch screen touch screen i take it back yeah touch screen just because once touch screen is developed to the extent that it is very consistent reliable and like uh, durable that's when it'll be a lot more like widely used um, yeah like as like keyboards and stuff like obviously on ipads we use it it's very responsive but yep. the keyboard that on our laptop is i think more consistent because there's not as many like things that can go around because it's touchscreen touchscreen anything that is touching will be uh, messing with it a little bit so yeah that's true keyboard i think i like good there yeah i think that i like i like that you mentioned um brainwaves though like like automation with like our own brain because that's something that we've been striving for for like a long time like yeah. tvs like the dials yeah we, we needed those so we use remotes mm-hmm. uh we switch remotes and we use our phones now to control everything now everything's voice automated and now that's pretty true. soon Neuralink or other companies you can just think Next time and my lights turn on yeah. <laughs> Now, honestly, I think the lights turning on thing as well, I think that could be done if, like, it was, uh, like, actually, like, if they try to do it, they could easily do that, I'm sure. But, like, the thing is, it just has to be, um, the technology has to be there, and the technology also has to be convenient. Because, obviously, like, VR is there, but how many people actually, like, use VR on, like, a daily basis or something like that? It's more like a pleasure, fun thing. No one's going to use that on, like, a serious setting. Um, I think the same thing will go for that like fan thing with like or at least Neuralink as well until it becomes super convenient to use and get and like yeah use basically 
I don't think it's going to be widely adopted uh, as a standard issue. Like obviously like iPhones, iPhones weren't as big of a thing. Um, but once they were more common and not affordable, but like people like saw like the need or the convenience in having such a phone, they started getting it. So I think that's going to be the same side of sort of curve for this technology as well. So it's the same yeah. as any technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is like the mind controlling stuff like these companies or like Neuralink is doing right now. That's, this is our present version of the mm-hmm. clapper. The oh, yeah, clapper. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the clapper, it was cool, but mm-hmm. it wasn't convenient. Yeah. It wasn't that convenient, you know? And that's the same with this. But that means, that shows that we're going to develop a lot cooler stuff in the future, for sure. Yeah, no, future's exciting. Future's exciting. There's so many things. Um, but yeah, no, we hit two hours just now, so... Um, I don't, I think we'll probably just, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll probably talk about my thing next week. Mine was about the, a new solid state battery technology, which, Ooh. which is like two and a half times better than the lithium ion batteries that are used today. Um, okay. so maybe we'll talk about, that talk about it if you want, yeah. No, no, we'll talk about do... it next week. It's fine. Um, yeah, no, we hit two hours. So, all right. Um, thank you for watching. If you guys were watching. Um, uh, please do subscribe and what is it? Smash like the smash button. Like that smash button. Leave a comment below of what else you want us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Hope everyone hit that subscribe button. If you disliked it, the other button's there too. But if you liked it, leave a leave like. Really like we yeah. appreciate it. Def- yeah. Definitely talk about. Uh, definitely comment below who you want to see on the podcast in the future because we have some ideas on who we want to bring on. But definitely, <laughs> audience input is welcome. And we will see you in two weeks. Kind of. Oh, yeah. Oh, weekly. Oh, yeah. All right. See you then.